Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We're ripping away summer. Before you know it, 4th of July will be here. And then Labor Day. And then we're back in action. 4th of July is when it all starts. It is. July 5th is when the phone starts ringing and everybody wants to get dates that haven't gotten dates. So if you want dates with Stanfield Honey Night Fitters, you need to call me pretty soon. I do have a couple of weekday corporate dove hunting spots available where I can do a private group. And I do have some waterfowl hunting still in November, which is a really, if you want to shoot trophy spec, that's the time to come, it seems like, the last couple of years. Anyways, at stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172. And you will answer your own phone. <laughs> answer my own phone. If I don't answer it, it don't get answered. That's right. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only American-made Boss Shot Shells Copper-Plated Bismuth. With that being said, it is not too early for you to start planning to get your shotgun shells for this upcoming waterfowl season. Put your order in with the great people up there at Boss. It'll ship straight to your door. Your UPS man will be so excited whenever he sees all the Boss shot shells that have to get taken to your door. All-American made right up there in the great state of Michigan. Uh, Brandon and Zach and Lee have got a hell of a company that they're going. They got some badass new swag out, too. They do. They do. Top to bottom. You will not meet better people in the waterfowl world. So. And they're going to be at Squad Fest, right? They will. Yep, be taking orders there. Speaking of Squad Fest, July 15th and 16th, you need to start making your plans to attend. Be in St. Louis, Missouri for the second Squad Fest. Dive Bomb Industries putting it on, and uh, we're going to be there. Yep, Andy's reached out and told me that everybody that comes there and buys him a beer, he'll have a beer with them. Oof, I did not say that, but I will definitely. You won't drink a beer with everybody that buys you a beer? I will not, no. Why? That's a lot of beer, huh? Could potentially, yes. Could be. Could be potentially a lot of beer. Um, if you're in the market for silhouettes or floaters, look no further. Dive Bomb Industries is the way to go. I tell you what, just the off-season alone is worth having silhouettes because they pack up so nice and neat, and they're effective out in the Goose or Duck Field. So check them out, Dive Bomb Industries, and come up to Squad Fest. Shake our hand. It'd be nice to see everybody there. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. They have got some new stuff coming out that will be at Squad Fest. It is a new goose call, Canada call, and they may or may not be redoing their speckle belly call. I got an insider that's telling me all these things. So You're in the know, so you would know. I am in the know. Um, Come out and see Alex. Yeah, Trevor's going to be, it's going to be baby time at Squad Fest, but they will have some new calls for sale at Squad Fest July 15th and 16th. And um, whenever I get the green light on the specifics of everything, Jeff, I'll be sure and let everybody know. But they do have a lot of cool things coming out. And if you're in the market for the best duck call on the market, PCD, the way to go. It's my favorite. This single read, oh, just barks at them. And I might be having a new favorite goose call here in just a couple weeks. So check them out, Pacific Custom Calls, and go check out their YouTube channel. And watch us smack a couple turkeys. And this week, we will have the big grand announcements from Shin Gear on a bunch of their new equipment. They will be on this week, and That's we will right. have a live YouTube with them. And they will be at Squad Fest. They will be at, everybody's going to be at Squad Fest. So if you, you want to see all these people, just come. St. Louis, July 15th, 16th. Uh, Maker, they got the best waiters on the market. I cannot wait to see what else they're introducing. I cannot say enough about the waiters. The boot is incredibly comfortable, uh, tough nylon material, and customer service they're going to stand behind their product as long as you stand in them shin gear great people great great people i mean they really are so 
check them out at Squad Fest or online. Shouldn't and come by and see Jeff and them at, at Squad Fest and tell them we sent you by there. There you go. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. I think Alex is going to be at Squad Fest. Um, take care of your four-legged <laughs> hunting buddy. Cough right into the microphone, Jeff. That's always important. Um, stainless steel dog bowls. You know, get get rid of your traditional dog bowl. Go stainless steel. It's easy to clean up. Um, get the trauma kit. You need, I mean, <clears throat> hunting is a potentially a dangerous sport. I mean, how many different ways are there to cut your finger? You or come up on a wreck. Poke your eye. The field trauma kit is a must for everybody. And if you're in the hunting industry, you definitely need one in your bag. And my personal favorite, the quick release system. Because let's face it, Lou gets a little bit antsy. And before the quick release system, I always had to hold him with this leash. Now the quick release system. Harness him in, pull the, le- pull the lever, and away he goes. I don't have to rein him back in to unclip his leash from his collar. And it's just a safety measure. No matter how highly qualified your dog is, things can happen. Quick release system is the way to go. Alex also makes check cords. He's got dog collars. Anything you need for your four-legged hunting buddy. Check him out, gundogoutdoors.com. Retired firefighter, great guy from Spokane. Or he, he thinks of safety. He's in he's in Montana now. Yes, but he, great guy to visit with, good dude. Knows this stuff. Great story, great guy to talk to. Go by and stop by and see him. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck, the 2 by 4 blind. It's the way to go. It's tough. It's durable. You'll just have to check them out, luckyduck.com. Best spinners that are on the market, and they're waterproof. So if they take a spill in your pond, all you got to do is pick it up, shake it off, dry it off, and it's back in action. You don't have to worry about, oh, crap, it took a dunk. So that's ruined now. It's all waterproof, and they have big boy kennels out for big dogs like Lou. Um, All their kennels are five-star crash test rated, so you don't have to worry about whenever you throw your buddy in the back of the pickup. Accidents happen, but... They're safe in the Lucky Duck kennel. No matter what you're looking for, whether it be spinners, blinds, dog crates, Lucky Duck has got something for you. If you're a varmint hunter, they got something for you. Dove hunter, they got dove spinners. Uh, They got it all. One-stop shop. Check them out at LuckyDuck.com because that's all that we use here. We are also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. No more buckets for us here at Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Uh, we're going stools that are custom made for the A-frame blinds. Um, they're a fabrication company. If you've got an idea for something that you want made out in the field, contact uh, Jason, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, and they can they can make it for you. No problem at all. And be looking because I think that they might be having a blind caddy before too much longer. Hooks up to your A-frame, and then you got you got a place for all your stuff. Uh, very cool over there at Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Also, we are brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. It is how we start our morning every day here at the Big Honker Lodge. They've got a lot of new swag out. Um, their coffee is fantastic. Little Missouri Boat Red Blend, little high velocity. It's how I start my morning every single day. Uh, Dirty Duck Coffee is the way to go. They'll be at Squad Fest, will they not? Yes, they will be. Yes, they will be. So Scotty you, Goggles and Buck, I think. Are oh, there. so you can get all of your coffee needs. Uh, but if you don't want to wait until July, you can get on their uh, membership program and you can punch in how often you want your coffee delivered. And voila, wake up one day and coffee's at your doorstep. So um, check them out, Dirty Duck Coffee, and look at them on Instagram. But cool people there. Also, we are brought to you by... The great 
Logan Pyatt and Rebel Heron over there at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. I was in the liquor store the other day, and I called Logan. I said, listen, I'm looking at an aisle full of bourbon. What would you recommend? He pointed me in the right direction. What would you buy? Bladen Bow. Did you like it? Yes. Good. Had a little bit of my uh, Ducks Unlimited cigar to go with it. Nice little evening. Funny podcast, funny people. Uh, you go to their Patreon account, you donate some money to them, and then you are granted unlimited access to their entire library. So it's that easy. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Like I mentioned before, Ducks Unlimited, uh, proud sponsor of the Big Honker podcast. For 85 years, they have been working to save the duck numbers and working for the duck hunters, and they have conserved uh, close to 15 million acres in waterfowl habitat. So they do... They do incredible work on behalf of duck hunters everywhere. And we learned on our podcast with David that 85 cents out of every dollar, 80 to 85 cents out of every dollar goes, goes to the ducks, goes right back into the ducks. <clears throat> so they're a great organization and they have stood the test of time. And we are proud that they are sponsors of the Big Hunker podcast. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Brandon Bing has made a, a very nice whiskey. Put it in my whiskey sour whenever I make that. Or you can just drink it straight, however you want to do it. He's got bottles in stock, so Bangtail Whiskey is flying off the shelf. Uh, go to bangtailwhiskey.com, and I believe you can get some ordered and ship straight to your door. So you don't have to get out anymore. Liquor just appears. It's magic. Good whiskey, and Brandon's an awesome dude. You can also check out his music. on uh, it's, it's everywhere. Spotify iTunes, wherever. Brandon Bing Music. <clears throat> Good guy. I think we did them all. That's it. Great sponsors for this podcast. We appreciate every single one of them, and you should, too, spend a little bit of money with them. Let them know that we sent you there. They are what helps this podcast out tremendously, so do right by them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by my old coach, Mr. Mitch McLemore. And his dear buddy and our friend, Coyote Man, Clay Reed, uh, in studio. Great episode. Uh, really fun with these when these two guys get together. We hope that you enjoy it. Here we go. Mitch McLemore and Clay Reed. Wear headphones. He'll do what he's told. Uh, he doesn't ever he wear them. He noticed I don't have them on. He doesn't wear them. All right, here we go. I got a boisterous force. I'm good. It's not for talking. That's the microphone. For listening. Yeah. Well, I can definitely. Well, no. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Double T British Kennels and Pacific Game Calls. I am Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. Yeah, you screwed that up last time. What did I say? It was British. You said British Labs, and it's British Kennels. Well, thank you for calling me out on that, Michelle. You're That's welcome. What I need is more... more Quality. Positive. <laughs> everybody needs a quality control person. I'm telling you, that's all me. Day, yeah, that's me. I thought everybody got married. I got like two of them now. I got one named Haley. That's my oldest daughter, Grandma. 
grammar teacher, so she's always correcting my ass. My dad told me one time, someone asked him, Ron, you, you can get married? He said, ah, if I want someone to bitch at me, I'll just get around Jeff. <laughs> uh, with us today is Mitch McLemore, a good friend, football coach at Haskell High School. Goose. Home of Chad McGee. No. And <laughs> Maverick. That's the goose. And Clay Reed, who might be the greatest varmint hunter in the history of the world. I'd agree. I have How, to give, I need, you need an Indian name. You're def, such a good Yeah, cow. yeah. Definitely the cow, man. I can't mm. remember. The, there, there is a, actually a – I remember seeing something the other day. Uh, there is a, a, a fictitious – Guy called the Coyote Man, and it's an Indian name. I can't remember what the hell it was, but but he is Goose, yeah, and I am Maverick. No, for the record. That is <laughs> ask him who got the trophy. Ask him who got the trophy. Who's got the trophy? Uh, nobody got the trophy. I wind up having the trophy. Now, it was a gun. But you traded me. Gun gun. Mitch is a state champion, and no one else in this room can say that. No, and the Maverick. I'm wearing a fucking buckle, buddy. Yeah, that's Texas a buckle, state though. Champion. This is state what champion. Is that? For what? Texas Coyote Calling Champion, state champion. Is that your own contest? Yes. You can't win your own contest. I don't. I've done it four no. times, motherfucker. <laughs> Work my ass off. Don't tell me I can't. Can't couldn't shit. Died of constipation. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you get a swimming pool, Mitch? We did. You poor bastard. No. Yes, I'm telling you right Eight, now. Eighteen moves, and well, more than that. I don't remember all of them, but. That's all she's ever wanted. I'm not One, saying she's not happy. I'm calling you a poor bastard because I had made a post yesterday. I saw it. Christmas lights and pit in swimming pools? Mm-mm. Hell no. She, what, she doesn't do the Christmas lights. She put lights around the back porch for whatever atmosphere. She's a water bug. Mm-hmm. He had it, to get that yes. goddamn pool. She'll lay out there with her... Yeah. In the sun and sprinklers, she'll be there for. I will visit him a lot more often now that he's got a pool. We go pick Dylan up. We'll make a little swing by the Macklemore house. And now that Kelly's got them new titties, I'm gonna have to bring her down there. (laughs) Both lay out. (laughs) Remember, I took care. You like the pool, girls. You like the pool. (laughs) And I took care of the Knox City Country Club pool for a couple years. I remember that. Yeah. That'll help you. Yeah. yeah, you're getting paid. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. Okay, I'm just telling you, we're going to have this conversation in three years. You're going to say, boy, Jeff, you a lot of wisdom right there. No, because it's her pool. <laughs> yeah. You've been that, married too long for that. You're that, smarter than that. that. It's her pool. <laughs> so I went, when we made this last move, I said, I well, whatever you want to do, I have not paid attention to whatever. Just get it done, whatever you think's best. And she's... She has. She's done an amazing job, but I have no idea what we spent. None of that. My Don't wife's pool your and my wife's vacuum needs her fat pool boy to come and change, fix the vacuum. <laughs> so I'm just telling you. I didn't need that. Well, they, gotta, my head. <laughs> they put up with us, so, you know, we can do the pool thing. Yeah. Oh, I've got one, too. And, yeah. I, and I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, shit, the grandkids have been in it five times this year, but by the math, We'd be better off just to fucking go to Wet and Wild. Well, that's like a fucking Cedos. I bought them goddamn Cedos. <laughs> <laughs> How I bought them Cedos? This is funny. This mother, that that guy over there at CNS Fun Center, which now I think it's her, her Beasley Power Sport. But the first set of Cedos I bought a few years ago. The this, first set. Yeah, the first set. <laughs> I I uh, when I bought them is when the drought started. That's mm-hmm. how lucky I am. But it, how I I, I kind of wanted. Uh, one seated, 
and I wanted to use one. Hell, I was a poor boy. I didn't have no goddamn money. So I go over there, and I had to go look at some cows over at Henry's. So I said, hell, I'll just pull in there. Boy, this motherfucker, he, he knew what he was. He was professional. <laughs> so I come in there, and I'm looking, and I say, hey, you got any used C-Dos? And he goes, uh, no, not really. So the good deal's on the new ones. Yeah, we just deal on new ones. I said, oh, okay. He goes, you, you want a new one? And I said, no, no, no. So I'm just I'm just looking. I really don't. And he goes, well, let me run your credit. And I said, no, I got fucking good credit. And uh, he goes, well, let me. I said, no, I don't want a new one. And he keeps on. He says, well, let me run your credit. I said, listen, dude, I fucking got a guy like an 804 fucking credit right now. My credit is superior. And uh, he goes, well, let me just run it. So finally, I filled out the credit app, and he runs it back. And he comes back here a little bit later, and he goes, well, got declined. What? <laughs> Ain't no fucking way I got declined. I just checked that motherfucker. And he goes, well, what what they say it was for? And he goes, well, they don't tell me that. It just says it's declined. Bullshit. Yeah, you're going to show him. this motherfucker, there ain't no goddamn way to fucking decline my goddamn. I got a motherfucking 804 fucking credit rate. Well, I'm mad some bitch. Oh, this motherfucker played me like a fucking fool. I'm not saying you do or you don't. And boy, you know, doubt me. And I, motherfucker, I make one goddamn call. Call my banker, Bill fucking Crutcher. I called old Bill. I said, hey, Bill. My credit good up there. He goes, hell yeah. He goes, I buy a CD. He goes, hell yeah, buy two of them. I said, yeah, I want two of them motherfuckers. <laughs> give me two of them motherfuckers. And a trailer, give me the whole motherfucker. Give me some tarps on it. And he goes, told you I had motherfucking good credit. <laughs> I drive back to fucking, I drive back to fucking uh, Archives. I showed him, didn't I? <laughs> he tells that story right now. I said, this guy come in with bad credit and got two of them. So I by calling his buddy. The yeah. Crap. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many motherfuckers he done that to. Yeah, he seen a prideful motherfucker. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And what was bad is that was the first two CDs I bought. Never rained again for five years. And, you know, the lakes went dry. I sold them bastards. The great flood came. So I wind up buying these other ones all no. uh, three or four years ago and Fuck, nobody used the motherfuckers but me, and I just drive around the fucking lake by myself. Well, you saved one. my boat one day. Yeah, I did. You run out of gas? No. I had that anchor no. crappie fishing in their tubes. He took his sea dew because oh. he likes to drive. <laughs> and I won't let him drive no, my boat. This son no. of a bitch will get on that goddamn boat. I have been on the boat with him. You go out there. And when you get on the boat with him, you're stranded. It's like Gilligan's Island. Yeah, you're, you're on an island. Yeah. And so, well, Clay's got crackhead in him, you know. <laughs> if I ain't catching shit, we're going somewhere else. Not this son of a bitch. That motherfucker yep. all day. I like it. You'll stay in the same spot? Seven I'll hours. Hunt I'll hunt him, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got kidnapped on there like fucking all day one day. I said, after that, I, was, I said, nah, I'll take my CD and carry yeah. my goddamn. And uh, thank God he did one. that day because. Didn't put my power pole down. Wind came in, sort of. We looked oh, up, and that sucker was halfway out in the bay. Yeah, I forgot to crash in the rock. So I got on back to the sea, dude, and he <laughs> saved my boat. Saved the day. So you pumped him across the lake, old fashioned yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. So uh, you had two. You had two sea Your kids didn't like using them. They don't fucking fuck with them. I mean, could you imagine when we was in high school and we had two brand new oh, shit? Man. I would have never got off. I can remember a poor Gary. kid like me would have appreciated. Yeah, it. you remember Gary McDonald? Why do I know that oh, name? Oh, you know him. He went to Old High for a little while, but old Gary, he had a little bit more money than us, and, but he had a boat. And I can remember it was late. It was almost Thanksgiving, 
and we're still out there. He had a boat, and we're out there on Lake Kickapoo uh, skiing, water skiing, and with a redneck uh, wetsuit. Redneck wetsuit is double socks, blue jeans, and a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> that's, that's what you, <laughs> so you could try to stay warm. Because we had this game, we slalom, you know, water skis, you know, and you you went from one jug to the other jug, see how many times you can cross the wake, see how. Yeah. And we did that fucking every day. Gary we Mc, finally tore. Gary McDonald. Oh, yeah. Was his dad a bookie, Tony? No. No, he is a retard. That, that's no gun. He was... He's good. I'm, he, I'm he, trying to think who this he, kid is. Huh? You remember old Slurpee? One of the Vegas boys. He didn't have a chin. Greg. Yeah, they called him Slurpee. Boy, I, I know, I know. I got to know that guy. He probably hung out Mud Duck, who I still do not but, have a clue. Did that you ever find that? No, Never nobody else that. knows who he is either. Yeah, they, I, think, I think he's the ghost. The ghost, Mud Duck. Yeah. I've, oh, Gary, he, he was something else. Do you remember what you had for breakfast? Because you can remember shit like 30 years in the past. Like, there's got to be some trade-off somewhere. It's it's amazing how I, some shit I can, and then I can't remember if I walked in that door sometimes. Do you ever and have your wife ask you about something? You're like, shit. I forgot dude, that. All the time? Dude, I go to the store and forget what you time. came yeah. for? I do yeah. that shit all the time. And she'll uh, ask me, yeah. and I'm like, mm. What really pisses you off, and like in my business, is when you go through a gate, you come out of a pasture, get 10 miles down there, and go, did I shut that goddamn gate? Then you, you drive all the way down there, close the fucking gate, and then drive back and go, did I shut that fucking gate? I've drove the store before we got home and wanted one item she wanted. I was like, fuck. Just turn around and walk out. But I think now we've been married so long and Michelle's getting old and I'm getting old. She's getting older. The women age faster than men do. But... I think she lies to me about shit she told me to do because she knows I forget shit. Uh, yeah. I think she just makes up shit. I, or I, told, I told you that. Yeah, yeah, I told you that. No, you fucking didn't. Yeah, yeah. I did. No, there's no way. They're born with old souls. <laughs> I'm telling you. Does Kim ever bitch at you much? Not much. I mean. Because I've it, never seen her mad at, ever. Well. I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she she's definitely when she lets go she lets go i mean yeah so that's a bad day for mitch when that's she a is a bad day now yeah. marnie your daughter mm -hmm. one of the sweetest people i know in the yes. world i've never seen marnie upset either I and i was around her with i was around your kids a lot when they were right. around knock city all every day i mean all the time she's very smooth sailing easy raising unlike ty who was easy raising but Quite a little troublemaker, but so is my grandson. I mean, they're a in, lot of into everything. But, yeah, but testing Marnie, limits. Marnie would never like that, but I have seen her upset, and when she gets upset, she's just like Kim. So her husband has seen the same side of her. I'm quite sure. Yes. Yeah. Now, she's, is she a, she's a nurse practitioner, right? That's right. That's right. She works at a clinic there in Lubbock, and he's a fireman for Lubbock. Yeah, I, I knew that. He's... He's been farming a long time, hasn't he? He has. He's at Plainview. Nobody knows. They gave him the Medal of Honor or Valor because mm -hmm. he went in a burning building, kept the fire hose on the fire so the other firemen could get people out. Oh, yeah, oh, they wow. were cooking meth, I believe. Oof. Anyway, it was so hot, he, he's got his helmet. It melted his helmet. Mm. Yeah, he, he's a go-getter. We, we're overly blessed with... Jacob and Victoria as our other children. 
Yes. That uh, firefighters, <clears throat> that's a tough gig to get into now. I mean, it's a, the attrition rate is pretty high. Yeah, he applied like, I don't know, three times. Really? And, and made it the last time. Yeah. Made it to the finals every time. And I don't know what it is about Lubbock, but I also think Lubbock, the fire department, and the police department is difficult to get onto. Very difficult. Everybody. The Lubbock Police Department has a ton of turnover, though. Yeah, the fire department does not. I think the Lubbock Police Department does. It did a long time ago. And and I think a lot of those big city police departments that have turnover is they want to try to get on with the highway patrol or something. The state, because it's a better job. I wouldn't want to work Wichita Falls for shit. That's becoming little Chicago. Hey, that no fucking care. dude got killed in Scotland Park last night. I know. Dropping like flies. Hell, I think they've had more murders this year than they've had in the last two years combined. Seven murders so far. And yeah. I think five of them have been in the last month and a half or something. Really? Yeah. I don't watch yeah. news anymore. So I just I see it on my, on my communist feed yeah. from Facebook. The thing is crazy about Wichita Falls is, it's not Wichita Falls, it's the young people. They have zero respect for the law and they have zero respect for life. That's pretty much nationwide. I mean, yeah, no, no, it's not just Wichita, but it is yeah. everywhere. It's you just, epidemic. Yeah. It's yeah, horrible. It's, and you can't get young people to commit to do shit hardly. It's, it's not the young people, though. It's, it's the culture our generation helped create. Oh, we right, we yes. started yeah. this. Yes, and the they're good parents, bad parents always have been, but supper table doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, accountability doesn't happen like it used to. So there's a sense of, you know, the far left throws crap out there. The squeaky wheel gets the grease type deal. And that's the culture we live in. And uh, they got Facebook and social media. And that's a huge problem, you know, from what I've seen. It's not that the kids have changed. The time out generation. Exactly. Instead of bust your butt and get back to class and... We don't do that anymore. Andy's boys are unicorns. They've got a mom and a dad in the house. I think that's a big thing too. They have a meal. Huge. They eat y'all. We eat supper at six o'clock at the lodge, and so y'all eat close to six about every night too, don't y'all? It's just kind of switch year round. They have a meal. They sit down and have a meal. Whether it's out here during hunting season, we eat together as a family. They that we do family stuff. They mm-hmm. do great stuff as family. They go to church as a family. They do stuff. But those kids are unicorns because there's not very many kids around them that are raised that way that's right that have no clue what that is but when we were kids growing up i, I we had that i was a poor kid but i still had dinner every time. night <coughs> and you just don't see it much anymore mm-hmm. and it's getting worse and worse and worse i was talking to a lady at dollar general today i was checking out and we i asked her i said y'all haven't they, be, they close seven o'clock some nights because they don't have nobody to work exactly because we can't keep employees in here we can't nobody wants to work closed they're closed, closed definitely. Yeah, because their air conditioner is is uh, governed by their wherever they they can't touch the thermostat. They couldn't touch the thermostat if they wanted. And to. so it's hot as hell in there. Yeah, and, and hell, the poor old gal that's working it. Yeah, I just saw it yesterday that closed indefinitely. Yeah, and that's and that, if not, they were they were already working on like from seven o'clock to <laughs> eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. How are them employees going to make eleven? Yeah, but that, that's this lady told me she goes. She goes, I drive 100 miles to come to work. Now, I can't believe she can't find a job a little closer because <laughs> there's a lot of jobs out there. So I'm thinking, you know, she was fuck she coming from? Which Wellington? Miles? Wellington? I mean, who knows? But anyway, she drives that far to come to work every day, and she may be the manager, and they may be paying her a lot of money. She goes, I can't get anybody to work in here. But she goes, it's the adults that have raised these kids that are young, and they don't want to work. She goes, they show up one day, and they want to work two hours, and they turn around and walk out. And that's exactly right. But 
we wouldn't let them work till they're 16 or 17 or whatever it is. But we're, we, we grew up working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Different had to if deal. you wanted anything. Damn right. You know, I don't know how these parents pay for cell phones. Fucking fine. If I'd have asked my mom, or my dad especially, if I'd have said, can I get a $1,300 cell phone? My dad's favorite thing, and I, I hated this saying, and I, have, I don't use it very often to my kids, or I don't have to no more, is people in hell want ice water. He used to say that shit all the time. I used to hate that fucking saying. Because it not matter what I asked for, well, people in well, hell yeah, want ice water. you remember it. All the time. But yeah. if I'd asked for a thirteen hundred dollar phone, he'd have said something besides that. Oh yeah, I think my dad <laughs> had a, a, mind. another that saying. Happened. It was, uh, you know what they say in Russia? What Tusky Shitsky? Yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly right. But these kids <laughs> yeah. today did. And what shocks me is the people in town that don't have shit. I mean, they don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. Their fit kids got thirteen hundred dollar fucking cell phones. They, got a cell phone. uh, they got dish TV or yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I'm like, huh? zero turn mowers. Everybody but us has one. Yeah. <laughs> like, may not have a pot to be in, but they got a zero, zero turn. turn. <laughs> yeah. Them motherfuckers are awesome. Right, yeah. into, right into the liquor store. <laughs> I guarantee I will rob a liquor store to get me one. Have y'all seen The Social Dilemma? Yes. No, but I was told everybody I need to watch should that. have to watch that. <laughs> Scary. It is. They created Facebook, the algorithms, uh, Twitter. One guy created one that will never end. Yeah. It's a continuous feed. It's a feedback loop. Yes. Is all they, that it is. They don't let their kids have phones. Yes. Or be on computers. Their own kids. They left the business even though they created helped it. create it. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, like, so, like, if you, if you click on one, like, if you like a Republican post, right-leaning post, you'll see three more of those tomorrow. Yep. And then by a week, Facebook has drug you. So, like, you started out liking something that was kind of in the middle, kind of skewed Republican. But you're a year into it of liking shit. You're so far to the right, and that's all you see on your feed. That's all you see on your news feed. And then something Democratic happens on the left, and you're like, why the fuck don't these people see it? And you just just get so angry. Like, how are they not seeing the same shit that I'm seeing? But they like something that was a little left-leaning. And then they're a year into it, and now all they see is shit from the left, and it's just created, it's literally ripped this country. Half people are over here, half people are over That's here. Right. And the people in the middle, Tufsky Skitsky. Those are called Pecker Woods. Independent thought is yeah. a rare thing anymore. It's gone. That's what they're called. Yeah, we had one on the we other day. We had a Pecker Wood yeah, on a week yeah, ago. That's what, uh, James. Well, my buddy just got out of the federal penitentiary. <laughs> He's been there 18 years, and, and that's what he was. Well, I've changed was, since he left, huh? <laughs> yeah, and he's a badass. <laughs> and he's a bad motherfucker, this dude is. And, uh... <laughs> And he said, up there, he said, I wasn't a badass. He said, I was a Peckerwood. He said, now, we had to fight, and, and Peckerwoods had to fight. But I was neither here or I was neither there. I was in the middle. That's what you call a Peckerwood. Peckerwood. And he said, but still, when shit goes down, you got to fight for your si- one Whatever. Side. you got you to take a side. But, but I don't know what to do about the problem. I mean, I, do. I guess keep the kids off of I social media as long as you show everything. Yeah, yeah, you need to do that deal. I seen they got that promise pledge deal going now. I can't remember what. No, uh, no phone or something. Yeah. No phone, no internet until you're like 14 years old. Until right. you come to 14. That's I a really good idea. Do. They've got a big, big movement for them. They've actually got a site and the whole deal. But hell, what fucking five year old needs a goddamn smartphone? Yeah, you, I'm gonna tell you how things are in this country though, and y'all all know this. We are having we they're having talks right now 
about people are going to take their five-year-old kids under and have go to COVID vaccine. Something that's 99.9% not going to affect them anyways. Why the fuck would you go put that shit in them? That's and there a, are people. They're indoctrinated. There are, yeah, yeah, but there yeah. are people that are fighting right, right now that I can't believe that you're going to send your kid to my school not, you know, do, vaccinated when my kids are all are and stuff. Why would you get a vaccine for your fucking five-year-old kid? <laughs> exactly. These are the same people that believe mm. that uh, you ought to be able to kill a baby after uh, up to a, yes. like a month or yeah. two after birth. Yes. After birth. <laughs> yeah. Send this motherfucker I'm back. Like, I can't I do it. You, if you don't like it. If they took, I, I liked it the other day. Somebody you got a 30 said, day well, return policy. Does a, does a guy get that privilege if he decides he, he wants to admonish all, to, to, all responsibility to the baby? Is that yeah. good? Yeah. Listen, uh, the, uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> what, what if they moved it back to when kids started teething? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what the one, that's what he, he said. How, how far do you go? By? Yeah. I think up to two, yeah. I think. You and should be able to kill a kid. Two years old, you want to kill a kid? It's just, it just blows my mind. That's the type. But social media, the left screams the loudest, the longest. Mm-hmm. Failure on our part. Well, it's because we we're too busy working. Well, we <laughs> yeah, we got shit to do. Yes, <clears throat> and have a modicum of respect for people yeah. and their thoughts and opinions, but they keep yelling. We don't. We don't. We got. We have to learn how to fight. If next week at one o'clock in the afternoon, if they said, "Hey, let's all go to Austin on a gun rally." You're not going. I'm not going. Mm-mm. You're not going to go. Got a job. And you're not going to go. I got shit to do. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if they have a fucking let's abort three year old kids or kill them, line them up and kill them in the school or not in the schoolyard because then they they're against that. Right. <laughs> but they, but they don't have a problem aborting a baby up to birth, and so I just don't understand Explain the logic. That. There's yes. none. I saw a lady wearing a sign the other day that said, "I wish my mom would have aborted me." Fucking, yeah. I do too, bitch. You know, hell, I'm right there with you. You know. But it's indoctrination through yeah. media. Uh, doctors, same thing. I'm dealing with a lot of doctors, which in the evenings my speech is harder, medication, all that good stuff. But I'm dealing with these doctors, and I'm going, no, that's I'm not that guy. I, that's not the way it is. But this is the way we, the science says. I said, which science? Yeah. Which science are they getting? Yeah. And my daughter's a nurse practitioner. We've had this discussion, and they're trained in a way that subconsciously turn a blind eye to certain things mm-hmm. when they need to open their eyes to certain things. What the patient is saying, not everybody's the same. You know what I mean? I went to the doctor last week, and I had some blood work done. I hadn't had a physical in two years, and I just had COVID. Didn't know it, but I had the mm-hmm. antibodies are off the chart and stuff. I said, you've had COVID just now. When Puerto Rico was leading the, the world in and we just come back so in San Juan where we were at. So I'm assuming I probably got it there, you know. But I take ivermectin. I never got sick or nothing. I mean, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I take it, and I take it as a preventative. Well, maybe it didn't keep me from getting it, but it kept me from not getting really sick. So I don't. I don't know. But I don't. Uh, I don't. You got to be careful who you tell because you don't want insurance or doctors or anybody to know anything like that. because it's like chemo it's a trillion dollar industry that's right mm-hmm. that's exactly right and so but my point was on this medicine shit is that we are taking so much medicine and shit maybe we don't need to take as much exactly. shit let our bodies do the job for us now exactly. we're going to talk on health because you've you've had cancer since you were on with us last time yep and you're you're beating cancer 
God's beating it. Yes. Yeah, right. And, and it's it's a tough battle for you. How much how much weight have you lost? I've gained weight since I started chemo and had my third expansion of the throat. But I started at one thirty nine. I'm up to one sixty five. You got down to one hundred and thirty nine pounds. Yes. They won't yeah, you put started in a, at what two thirty. Yeah. So yeah. you lost ninety pounds. I was one ninety at Petrolia when the trouble started with my throat, and by the time we got to the first chemo, it was one thirty nine. And how long did it take before you started feeling better from chemo? Um, I didn't really feel bad. I just couldn't eat. And my energy level wasn't good. Of course, had football season all that. Didn't have time. Had a bleed out. Was in the hospital a weekend. Got anemic. Uh, it took about a month, I guess, before I felt a real change the good way, going positive. You had as a bleed far in your neck? No, out the other end. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You're one of the toughest bastards I know, yeah, and no I mean shit. that. I mean that in you, a complimentary way because I've known you a long time. That. You blew oh, your Achilles when, when I was yeah. in school. That, I've blown both hurt. of mine out. You played fucking half of a basketball game yeah. still with it. Yeah, it hurt like hell. It's like I was crying no, for mama. Ain't none of them as bad as the day we played softball. I'll... I hate to say the motherfucker's tough, but <laughs> oh, Jeff. But we were playing softball one time, and he hit ball in there and he blowed his fucking hamstring out, and fucker he and I, of course, I called him pussy. You motherfucking pussy, goddamn! We can't oh yeah, we yeah. Scotland, <laughs> yeah. and he blowed the other motherfucker out. I think didn't you? Yeah, the quad, both and was still fucking playing the ball. I was yeah. trying not to, but y'all yeah. wouldn't let me. He, he just, told him. I told him. I said, I go pitch. get some of the goddamn triactin pills. He what? Yeah, attracting like a fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a hard, he's a hard headed some bitch too. I'm telling you, he played you, the whole motherfucker. You, yeah. You still drink Red Bulls? No. Have they sued you for non support? No. <laughs> They're I, coming after I had you. Five before every game. Through, five through junction. God, and look at, uh, look at I mean, Are from, you from lunch till the game. And uh, so, in a seven hour window, you'd have five. I quit after the heart attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No the shit. Widowmaker. Yeah. Them some bitches hurt. The Widowmaker? Oh, yeah. You're yeah. the only person I've ever played golf with that drank coffee. <laughs> yeah, I like my caffeine. Dr. Pepper. All day. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, coffee, Red Bull, and cigarettes. And he's playing golf. I said, what are you doing? That's oh, relaxes me. How yeah. the fuck are you yeah. relaxed? There are crackheads right now cooking meth somewhere and, and that are more bad relaxed. And these bad influence on me because every yeah. time we go hunting, I'm the... <laughs> That's true. I don't even do none of them. Yeah. So you I corrupted him. You still drink man. coffee? Huh? No. You don't drink coffee anymore. I don't no have more. a taste for it anymore. COVID really? changed my taste buds on coffee the first time I had COVID two years ago. I claim not to have had it. I tested positive... At the quick test, no deal. There's you 60, quit coffee? 60%. Yeah. I got, went and got blood test, more accurate, negative. That's Couldn't do the surgery. By. So you don't think you ever had COVID, did mm -mm. you? But your taste buds have changed. Uh, I think that's through the hard <laughs> and, and it could be from that. Cause I had all my, that. My stomach surgery changed some things. I drink it sometimes things, if but, it's cold. But the, after COVID, like meat don't taste good anymore at all. And that's the same because I like steak and shit, but just my tastes have changed. Yes. Ch chicken, it, it still tastes okay, but mm -hmm. steak uh, does not. It tastes beef does not taste good to me no more. Taste, don't taste right. Steak's hard for me to eat. Still a little bit. I've got to get good steak and cut it up right, even though it's full throat and all that good stuff. 
it's sort of you can catch a hanger is what I call it, and that's how it all started. Had a big ulcer in my throat. I thought it was, you know, that flap there. You know or how something to get like them that. ulcers in that throat, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Same thing Cinderella said when she got to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> So you were you were just eating and you felt you felt something hang up. Where I, one day I could eat, next day I'd gag. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you'd say had bad episodes. By the time we got to Haskell, Marnie and Kim got to see one, so I wouldn't go out to eat. <clears throat> it was it was brutal. Chicken noodle soup, sometimes Ugh. a cheese sandwich. And uh, I need to lose uh, weight, but I don't want to do that no. now. <laughs> At one thirty-nine, they would put that tube in. I said, well, I'm not doing that. And they said, it'll help you. I said, if you'll stretch my throat, it'll help me. And got that done a little bit. The second one, I gave him a butt chin before the third one. I said, be a badass and get this crap done. <laughs> I said, if, if I die, <clears throat> go too far, it's okay. I'm not living I right got a anyways. room full of witnesses. Yes. He said, but we have to be careful. I said, to hell with careful. I, if y'all let me eat, I, I'll battle cancer. I said, but I got to be able to eat. And he did. How do they do that? The throat stretch? Yeah. I don't know, but it's good stuff when they put you out. <laughs> While I'm talking to him, the person giving the gas or whatever, I feel a little trickle, and I'm real sensitive to all that. And I said, tell her not to put it put me under till I'm finished and she said I thought I was better than that I said no I can tell what you're doing you're trying to put me out I'm not finished talking to him yet and she started <laughs> laughing he said he held his hand up like that he listened to me he's a great doctor Dr. Mather is a great doctor and then they GI. and they they knock you out mm-hmm. so and you don't know how they put do this it? piece in your mouth and you go to sleep and you wake up and after that third one, we went to McDonald's, and I ate five cheeseburgers whew, between then and bed. Good That's for you. the best damn thing I ever had in my life. And you just awesome. you felt so much better. Oh just, lord! Just relief, like you just oh, opening yeah. your airways. Yeah. Oh well, breathing wasn't an issue, but getting stuff stuck was. Yeah. And you struggle for breath sometimes. Yes. So, so don't, it's not. It's a pretty invasive <clears throat> surgery. It's it's really not much to it. I've talked to other people since I've had it that have had it two or three times, and they'll have to go back in a couple of years sometimes and do it again. Mine was the ulcer that caused it. He couldn't even get the scope down the first one. All the scar tissue in there. Well, and the ulcer was still. Oh, it, the, okay. It was huge. He couldn't get the the balloon past it. So he finally worked enough to get it past it enough he could blow it up a little bit that helped a little bit i could still eat soup but not much the second one helped <clears throat> i could eat bread the third one was the deal i mean like i said kim said you want to go through the drive through i said no i want to go inside and order off the board i said real food and uh we did and like i said best five burgers i ever had when was your heart attack? That was January 31st of 19. That was while we were still at Big Spring. And that sucker, I don't, I had high blood pressure. Of course, I was a little overweight, stress, all that. And when 
And like, living in Big Spring. Yeah. <laughs> True. Never get that smell out of your nose. Oh, my God. But it was a three-day ordeal. I mean, I'd wake up at night, couldn't sleep, either shoulder, arms hurt, couldn't get in a doctor. And when it hit, Kim saw it one night. I tried to hide it from her. All I could do was put my hands on, like, a table or a chair and breathe and pray through it. I mean, it like your chest is in a vice. And you didn't think about going to the emergency room? Well, the last morning, I was at the doctor's office when it opened, and I said, I've got to have help. She took my blood pressure, left the room, came back, said, uh, you're having a heart attack. I said, okay, I'll meet you at the emergency room. She said, you don't understand. I've already called a fireman. And uh, you have no choice. I said, well, I'm still drive. She said, no, sir. You cannot drive while <laughs> you're having a heart attack. Hard-headed bitch. I'm telling you. He, he learned from the best. About, about that time, four of these big firemen walk in and said, sorry, dude, you got to go with us. Sorry. I said, okay, give me some of the good stuff and let's go. Let me tell you about his tutor, Marvin Henry. I'm, I'm no, he's Marvin. number one no, hard-headed no, of no, all time. No, no. There's no I second close. I he come. went to a doctor to get dick medicine. <laughs> he's not hard-headed. You did. <laughs> I'm fixing to fucking whoop his ass. <laughs> 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 it's all fun games. He starts to buy my, my manhood. But Don't no, fuck with my manhood and my credit. I come into uh, uh, the cafe one morning, and Marvin, of course, he goes up there every morning. Yeah. I come in there and Marvin's sitting there and I sit down with him and I he's over there by himself. And I sit down and I mean he's white, gray, you know, I mean you tell right away something wrong. It's goddamn Marvin. I said, You look like shit he goes, Yeah, said the hell and he told me what had happened. He got up in the middle of the night and he had basically had this heart attack, but he didn't know it and it hit him and when it hit him he grabbed a hold of the microwave on the kitchen counter because he was getting something to drink and ripped that microwave off them, fell out on the floor and was laying in the floor and he shit all over himself <laughs> everywhere on the floor and had his heart attack. Well, then he got up and, you know, wind up getting cleaned up and all that. Comes to the fucking cafe. Don't go to the doctor. No, go to the doctor. He comes to the goddamn cafe. He's in there eating and, and uh, I said, well, goddamn Marvin, you had a fucking heart attack, son. We got to get you to the hospital. No, fuck, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. I said, bullshit. And I'm trying to take him to Wichita. He ain't having no fucking part of it. And I said, <laughs> hey, let's just go over to Quant. I mean, uh, Alney. We'll run over to Alney, 15 minutes, you know, get in real quick. You know, it's about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Finally, he weekends and he lets me take him over to <laughs> over to Alney. We get it. The whole fucking way over there, he just had a heart attack. We know he just had a heart attack. He knows he had a heart attack. Smoking them cigarettes as fast as he could get them. He knew he was going to smoke for a while. I said, Marvin, I said, you motherfucker just had a heart attack. I said, quit smoking the cigarettes. He goes, well, they ain't going to let me smoke the motherfuckers in there. And, uh, so I guarantee you smoked a whole pack of cigarettes between there and them. So we get over there, and we can't even get in because they've got the damn emergency door shut. I beat on the son of a bitch, come out there, finally get her. I, I said, Marvin, sit down here. And I told the lady, she was like, all right, what do you need? I said, the man had a heart attack. Doesn't right. it piss you off there never in a hurry? Oh, yeah. Oh, she was so well, nonchalant. Well, let us be the judge yeah. of that. And I said, I'm telling you, the motherfucker <coughs> had a heart attack. I said, that's, I ain't no guy. That's what I'm talking about. And, I was, and she was like, okay, we'll get him. And it just fell this bad. I said, get the motherfucker. Yeah. Finally, they get him back in there. Well, immediately after they get him on that EKG, they come back and yeah. 
She's right. She had a heart attack. They call everybody. But funny part, but what ain't funny, but I, so I got to call his boy, Todd, you know, and uh, tell him, hey, your dad's had a heart attack. We're in the hospital. I got him on the phone. And of course, they're in there working on him. And then all of a sudden, red light, beep, 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 buttons go over and more people run in there. And I go, oh, uh, shit. This ain't looking and, good. And old Todd goes, what, what happened? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to tell him. I, yeah. said, I think your dad just died. I said, because uh, they're all in people. I said, oh, the people just ran in there to help your dad and alarms went off. Blah, blah. What? What? And then and I said, yeah, I can't really tell. I can't see what's going on in there. I know they're working on something in there. And then more about that time, they all come running out of there laughing. <laughs> and they said, I go, what the hell? He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, either he's okay or they know your dad. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? He said, well, they all run in there real serious, and they all coming out laughing. And I uh, said, either they're glad he died or, or. And he goes, what? And finally, one of the nurses come over. They'd give him that nitro or whatever yeah. over there. And he started puking and shitting at the same time. Had it coming out of both fucking ears. And they was all worried about it. And it made one large mess. Uh, well, Eli, he's still alive. He's still at it. See, and they still don't know everything about that stuff. Like, I had to have more stents put in. Mm-hmm. April of 19, Dr. Uh, can't remember his name in Wichita. Badass doctor, though. Went to Highway Park. Bottom right supposed to be 80% block. He said, no problem, you know. I said, well, we'll see. He gets in there. He can't get the wire through. So I'm sitting there watching. He's going through the wrist. And he said, we got a problem. I said, no, be the badass you're supposed to. Get this shit done. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. And uh, pissed him off. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he starts barking orders, give me a size for this. And I said something. He said, if I want to talk to you, I'll tell you. <laughs> and he, anyway, he put in four stents and replaced the one I had. And he told Kim out there, took two hours. And you're Instead awake? of 45 minutes. Yeah. And uh, told her, said, sometimes it's good to have a coach on the table. <laughs> I was getting pissed. Just Let's get this up. done. You got all day. I got, a you got shit you want to do. Yeah. And I, I mean, didn't know like you were. He's trying to tell the woman he's having yeah. a heart attack. Yeah. And you're an amateur gynecologist. Clay, you think they get respect for that? Well, we'll we'll be the judge of that, yeah. sir. Yeah, well, you got to battle that stuff. We uh, I've never had a bad experience at a doctor really, and other than as a doctor. No, no, not as a doctor. <laughs> I tried that a few times. Dr. Palmer. I had some really good, ex- I had some good experiences I playing doctor. I got that says I am. <laughs> we had, Zach had a heat stroke in football his junior, senior year. Full-blown heat stroke at Texas Roadhouse after we played. At 1 o'clock, I used to get on to Chuck about this shit all the time. Why the fuck do you schedule a 1 o'clock game on Saturday, the first week of the season? August, 20, August 28th. Let's yeah. go play at 1 o'clock. Yeah, so, so Zach has a heat stroke playing on the turf. So we go to, he, he, he get, break, starts breaking down at, full-blown, shaking, can't do nothing. They call an ambulance. They load him in the ambulance. They take us to Hendrix. We get to the hospital. Michelle's scared to death. I'm like, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. He's the best place you can be right now is the big hospital. They can do anything for him. You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know really what's <coughs> going to go on. I know he's in pretty bad shape, though. So we get back. We go there, and this, they're wanting us to fill out all that fucking paperwork. 
give him the insurance card. And this lady, Michelle's like, I just want to see my son. This lady said, well, you're just going to have to wait your turn, the, wait, the, the lady that's there. Mm. And that's what you want to say. Michelle turned into psycho mommy <laughs> fast. I mean, there you go. Michelle's here. I'm here. And this lady's here. And Michelle said, I can tell by looking at you, you probably don't even have a husband or kids or something Ooh. like that. It got really chatty, catty real fast. <laughs> Michelle had had enough no. of her. And that lady just started smarting off. And Michelle goes, if I want your fucking opinion, I'll give it to her. I mean, I've never heard Michelle talk to anybody besides me and the tone that she was talking to <laughs> this lady. Cross the line. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So finally, they let us go back in the back to see Dad, Zach. They got him stable. They got all this stuff going into him and stuff. So I sit there and talk to her for a little bit. And the doctor comes in. He goes, he's going to be okay. He's going to probably be sore for a little bit. A lot of cramping. We've given him three bags of fluid, whatever it is. He said, y'all can go home in about an hour so we sit there for a little bit and finally come back okay you release him so i'm gonna drive go out to get the suburban pull up pick him up and i walk by there that lady said sir sir i said yes she goes uh, tell your wife i'm right here when she wants to come apologize to me that's what the Ooh. lady tells me are you shitting me no wow. <laughs> you might be waiting a while i told that lady i said ma'am and she was kind of laughing with the security guard i said it's gonna be a cold day in hell before she ever says anything to you without using the word cunt. So I said, you better just back on off. <laughs> Went got suburban, and we loaded up and left. I couldn't believe it. I was going to call. Okay. I started to call when I got that Monday to call the administrator and say, why do you have someone like this working in the emergency room? Everybody there is going through. This is an ER at a big hospital. It's the worst there day is, of their life. Yeah, there, there's horrible things going on. No matter what, it's a heat stroke, a heart attack. People are dying, whatever. It's you, almost like a power deal. Yes, yes. it was. I mean, yes. it's, it's yes. power. But we I, got you in control. She went way out of her way to be a bitch to Michelle about uh -huh. every fucking thing. And Michelle was worried about her son. She could give two shits what this lady has like. You know, and the lady was just a bitch about everything. Oh, and Michelle okay. was right. She was. There's times I've seen her get on to people when she wasn't right. This time she was 100% in the right. But that lady, yeah. When that lady told me she was right there for her to apologize, I was like, lady, that shit ain't going to happen. I'm gonna Kim right had to go to the hospital this year. She called me at a JV game. On the floor, couldn't move, seized up, thought she was stroking. Anyway... Get her there to the hospital in Haskell. Everything's going great. Not Doctors are great. I'm not knocking them. we got to have them. But Kim is hurting bad. They've given her something for throwing up, nausea. It didn't work. So she asked the nurse for something else. No, ma'am, that's all we can give you. That pissed me off. Mm -hmm. And I walked up and I said, no, ma'am, go get a doctor get her some damn relief right now i said that's bull crap uh okay i'll go talk to the doctor you have to battle for yourself you have to do some free thinking studying all that but dr melnick cancer doctor does a great job but we've had a lot of discussions about stuff where's he out of Abilene. <clears throat> He's Abilene. Somebody Texas else went to oncology. Somebody else went to Melnick because I know that. Deal. Yeah, I've heard that name before. Because Dad went to oncology in Wichita, and they were gr the ladies yeah. that work. In the, I'm material yes, right now. They are. The people that work in a hospice ward, amazing. They have a heart made of gold. Amen. I, 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 I can't compare them to that. It's like you see these adults. I watched a show the other day, and there was an older person, 50 years old, that had Down syndrome, had the purest heart in the whole world. I mean, just. And, and, and to me, you got to have that kind of heart to work at a hospice ward. I couldn't do it. Well, Donna, Kim's mom, they were amazing. I, I'm in all. Yeah. I really am. Dad was up here at the hospital in Knox City, and those gals treated Dad like he was their dad. I, the best best experience of my life was at the Knox County Hospital. But the ladies at the at the oncology place in Wichita were nice. They'd visit with Dad. But And I told Dad over the 
five years that we took him there because it started out with the uh, leukemia, then it went to the lung cancer, and we all the different yeah. things we went through, though. But Dad would tell me all the time. He'd say, yep, I'd see old Bill up there. He said, he ain't going to be here in three months, I can tell. And then it'd be so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. When they told Dad he had lung cancer, Dad said, he goes, because Michelle's dad died of lung cancer, Charlie. Yeah. And when Charlie told Charlie called and come and talk to me, and he went by to see Michelle, and he told me. And Dad said, ah, that's, a, that's a death wish right there. He goes, it's going to get you eventually. The hardest cancer. one to get. It's, and that's what Dad said. So when Dad got it, he knew. But those people just... But those people just have such a positive outlook, and their customers are there for anywhere from three to eighteen months, and then it's yeah. And you got to understand, like oncologists, they see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep, and have to deal with it. I, I don't know how they do it. Well, and Ron said, like going there, like it, you don't have to look very far to see somebody that's got way worse than you do. Right. Like yeah, he, said, I, he said, he said, no matter how, on my worst day, like I'd see somebody and they fucking they wouldn't have any hair and it'd be skin and bones and. Oh, I'm overly blessed. He's I've like, been, you know, they're not going to be here yeah. another month. I the, took, I took Tony. Tony had cancer, and he had, and we went to, we went to cancer. Dallas, and we went to Parkland, or it was one of them hospitals. It wasn't maybe was it Parkland we went to? Scott and White. We went to the hospital though, but we were at the oncology ward, and they went back and ran some tests on Tony, and I'm sitting in the deal watch with him. You know, I was his wife that day, I guess, since he didn't have one, and we ran her off. So just me and Tony in there, and. So, anyways, these people keep coming in there, and I was watching, and there was a valet car pull up there, and there's a brand new Mercedes, and lady gets off a of valet. I see another lady gets off the public bus, you know, with nothing on, you know, just barely has a cancer doesn't discriminate. No. no. Every background, everything in the world come through them doors that day, and I thought, my God, what a, you know. Amen. I saw a young lady, first chemo, 19 years old, and I thought, I got no bitches. No. No. You know. We were at Kenny Chesney, and Michelle was in the bathroom, and I was watching, and this, it, it almost made me cry. There was a little girl there about 14 years old with her friends, and she was bald. She, you could tell she was going through chemo. and I wanted to go tell her I was praying for her, but I, I just didn't want to ruin. She seemed like she was having a good time. That's her night. Yeah, and I just didn't want to inter- intervene, but, but yeah. I really it bothered me a lot. And I'm not, I'm not a public prayer, and I'm not one that's going to go across the street to save your ass, but it really, that bothered me a lot. Right. So I thought, man, that's somebody's little girl, somebody's grandkid. And I said, sure. really, it, it hurt my heart bad to see that little girl like that. And I thought, but she was having fun with her friends. So I didn't want to go up and say, you know, yeah. I'm praying for you. But, I, but, fair, I, yeah. but every night when I wake up and talk to God, and I do it every night, middle of the night, I think about that little girl. Well, that's. It don't, it's a tough deal. It gave us a heart for that, for each other, for yeah. prayer, prayer, words, encouragement. It, it matters. Mm. I mean, I could speak from experience it matters yeah it does it's a life's a crazy thing let's talk about you having to go to the dick medicine again clay because that was a whole lot better conversation <laughs> look at what i saw goddamn dick man so the deer he got his antlers in twine and then he shed his antlers and now they're around his neck are they trying are they he tranquilizing him to try to get them off of him i think that's just game cameras yeah like I, he's wearing them right I, there i think the state wow. where that at is going to try to tranquilize him to get them off of him but he can't get, uh, he can't get rid of them. Have you watched Joe Pickett on Amazon Prime about the Wyoming game warden? No. It's pretty interesting. I started watching it. What's his name? Joe Pickett. It's a series, but it's on Amazon Prime. But it's about a Wyoming game warden. Hmm. There's a series of books out. A guy told me about it. and it's a, it's a, I'm only on like se- episode three of the first season, but it's pretty good. I don't watch much of anything except cooking videos, fishing videos, and... Keep up with Clay Boy, and y'all you on Facebook. Yeah, watch this deal called Outlander. Out, I've seen that. Outlander. That's over in... And the first two episodes... 
<clears throat> you know, we got that buddy of ours. We called him the shrub, old Dwayne Elson. <laughs> the shrub. Yeah, his family tree was a shrub. He's about that damn tall, you know. And a midget. Almost whipped your butt that one night. Yeah, you gonna whoop my ass one night. We was in a varmint, honey. I t- if we mouthed back for He said, "Just pull this motherfucker over." I'm bad about enough. You're bullshit. And I was laughing about two seconds. I had him in. Ah, okay, you, okay, I give up. Are you done yet? Are you done? Yeah, I'm yet? good. So, I'm he, good. He come at you then. Either. Oh yeah, this motherfucker. He was bad. I was like, he was on your team. He reached my ass, ass, much less kicked my ass. He was on your team. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He's gonna oh, have to open fucking, a gate. He's oh. in the front seat. I guarantee that's some mess. He hunted with us. He's amateur, you know. Me and Mitch, we, yeah, y'all professionals. Uh, he, him, and Matt, they would go hunt yeah. with us. He's two amateurs. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's when he wasn't that the night Matt got the hip shot. Oh man, yeah, I man, think man. I got him. <laughs> yeah, he's me like, and Matt boom. Right, Kyle, Kyle comes in, Clay runs off, him. and I shoot. You no, know, Matt's standing beside me in the rack, and he goes. Boom! Never pulls the gun up here hip shot. from the hip because in, in the dark. Boom! I got him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty we sure. We both each other. No, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. But, uh, but oh, oh, shrub was gonna whoop your ass. Yeah, yeah shrub. Well, they they had taken the night hard. They looked like they had went 18 <laughs> rounds with George Foreman, but their eyes were all puffed up, puffed and they up. were over it. And he was over me, calling him a pussy. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wore. So, him. how do you knew? How did you know this guy before then? I mean, do you do you deal with him all the time? Dwayne, he he, our daughters went to school together. He moved up there and was the insurance agent at a Farm Bureau agent or. Archer. Archer for a long time, yeah, and then he moved, he's from Stephenville. You know, he's all about the Yellow Jackets, Stephenville Yellow Jackets. I call them the Honeybees. Did you play football for the Honeybees? You play football for the Honeybees. They're the fucking Yellow Jackets. Yeah, the Honeybees. The Honeybees. And if you were starting right tackle, which he says he was, they were the Honeybees. I gave him shit. He was starting right tackle? I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they win state this year? They just barely beat Hershey in the semifinals. Did they beat Hershey in the semifinals or the finals? It was a pretty close game, mm-hmm. though. Heck of a game. Do you know Hershey's got a running back recruit, uh, committed to UT? No. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, they go on the top five running backs in the nation. Or to the state of Texas, I mean, which is basically they had the damn nation. damn good team. A yeah, lot, of speed, lot of speed over there. Yeah, a lot. They've always had but they, semis. It was You know what semis. sucks is they lost that good coach. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Well, that's because well, there's, no, there's nobody wants to know who's going to be there or not. Yeah, they're, they're going to be closed True. now. It's going to fix to be That's going to be, be a mess. So, anyways, he played for the Honey Bees, and he's your buddy. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> about <laughs> Shrub was going to whip your ass. No, he was on something before that. Oh, the Outlander. Oh, the Outlander, Outlander yeah. yeah. he's oh. telling me about that. He said, hey, you need to watch the Outlander up there. And he goes, my God, you know, me, and, me and Mama. He said, he said, yeah. And I could tell he was, there was something other than the outlander was the cool show i thought what do you mean is it well it's it's like i don't know what the word is is it yeah i mean there's a lot of uh sex and i said is it like soft porn? He goes, yep, that's exactly what I said. So he sold you. Yeah, I said, no shit. He goes, I'll, I'll watch it then. And, and so, he goes, yeah, he said, man, it's good. He said, and so anyway, so I go home. And, of course, the first episode or two, you're just kind of getting the kind of getting the story of it lined out. It's kind of boring. And I'm like, there ain't no fucking porno. I'm not saying shit. Because it's sad. It's a lady a lady uh, and her husband, they're over in Scotland, 
And anyway, she gets sent back into time, like 17th century. And she gets over there and da-da-da. And she's trying to get back. And anyway, so it goes Isn't on. Isn't it a good series? you goddamn right. Well, okay. this is where it gets bad because I made it. I finally made myself get through the second deal. Well, then she takes in, of course, these big Scottish. They're over there during the Scotland-British Redcoat Wars, you know, and shit like that. Well, old Jamie Frazier, that's what I call Kelly now. After watching this, this show, I got to where I talk about half fucking Scottish, you know. <laughs> my little bunny lass, she's my little Sassanac over here. He calls her a Sassanac. I don't know what the fuck Sassanac is, but Jamie calls her just Sassanac, so I don't know. What's, so, her, name? What's her name on it? Uh, well, her na- he calls her Sassanac, which I think means English lady. S A S E. S-A-S-S-E-N-A-C-H. Sassanac. But Bonnie Lice, you know, means hot chick, basically. So I'm always telling Kelly, oh, ain't you a Bonnie Lice today? Get your Sassanac in that fucking bed and get naked. (laughs) And so anyway, but, well, with that, he has to marry this old guy. And, well, they had that first goddamn sex scene. I was like, Okay, now we're on the fucking outlander <laughs> series. So, well, and then as the story gets down, you remember 1980 when it was so fucking hot mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. summer? 117. Yeah, and you, you know, after 10 Triple o'clock, digits you, for 10 like 20 o'clock, days. you could not go outside and play, so we all sit in the house and watch fucking Young and Restless and Days of Our Lives. You know, you know we were all you mean 12. Ho- you mean hope? Yeah, we all became... That's kind of the way this outlet, because there was five seasons of it. So, fuck, oh. it fucked me. I'm trying to hurry up and kill a goddamn cow <laughs> so I can go up and stay all fucking night watching fucking Outlander. <laughs> goddamn, I wonder what they're going to do. Is that her? He, he, Claire? You goddamn right. That bitch right there. And she's and nude in it quite often? Then they, huh, that's old, see, down here, that's old Jamie Fraser, James Fraser. Yeah. Jamie, and her name's Claire. And Claire is a hot ass bitch. And I and I think it's that accent does it for me too. Of course when she gets naked, that, it's that awesome. also that also that's a big plus when she yeah, gets naked. What, what's what's yeah. her real name? What's her actress? I mean what's her name? Fuck I don't, I don't know. know. Claire Frazier is Claire. all I know. And Claire I don't and give Jamie. A fuck about a real Catrion name. Bath <laughs> what? is her name. Her name yeah. is Catrion. Bath. Catrion. C A T R fucking Sam. Catriona Boff? There is one part in this motherfucker you don't want to watch. What? Because there's a gay rape scene. And I uh-huh. had to fast forward through that motherfucker. Now, the shrub. I'm assuming that may be what got him. That caused his hesitation. Well, they got this little, <laughs> they got this little gay sex scene. I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of got a woody that time. Oh, oh shrub, boy. boy he's like going to catch Simon. shit about this. Y- you ought to see the daughter of that. But, uh, Brianna Frazier. Now she's hot. And she finally got incorporated late in the deal. And so if it had been a lesbian scene, would you have fast-forwarded it then? He wouldn't have minded. No. Okay, no. <laughs> no, no. He wouldn't have minded as bad. No. Well, it all depends if they're butch lesbians or lip, lipstick lesbians. There is a difference. <laughs> oh, she's a ginger. You goddamn right. There's a lot of gingers in that, Jason. She's a bonnie lass. Yeah, oh, she is a pretty girl. You goddamn right. Oh, yeah. She looks way better she's, naked. She's been. Oh, she looks better. She's in yeah. there naked. Yeah, she gets. Brianna naked. McKenzie. I wonder what else she's been in. Yeah, they they rape her ass too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot I of raping going they don't on. Don't fuck around on the show, my guy. They'll kill you. They'll rape you, <laughs> man or beast. They don't give you shit. Man or beast. Yeah, they will fuck have you. you watched? Uh, what's the one with the Hobbit? 
uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. on HBO, yeah. yeah, Game of Thrones. I couldn't get into it. I watched about I have, two episodes or three, and I could not get it. into it. It's pretty good. Everybody says if you get into it, it's good. I have not seen the end. You haven't? Mm-mm. I haven't seen the end of Ozark yet. I've watched all I of it. I haven't either. I've got six, like, whatever the... Ozark? That's Ozark. Kelly's goddamn soap opera. The Peaky Blinders is the best series. Yes, I've, I finished I couldn't it. couldn't watch it, that one. And they quit it. Yeah. Well, And the, I've watched it probably five times. Have you watched The Wire? No. It's that's on the HBO best. Max. That's the best episode. That's the best series on TV, I I'll think. Check it better, out. It's better than Soprano, Sopranos, which oh, I love I, the Sopranos. I, I did, too. The Wire is better I than the Sopranos, I think. episode of Sopranos. Oh, those are damn it's good. good. Those but you're done with series. Peaky Blinders? You fit it? You watched? You, yeah. You're done? Yeah, I'm They're watching gonna do a movie for the fifth time. They're going to do a movie, though. Really? Yeah. So that's why, because the end kind of pissed me off because there was no, it wasn't an ending. No, it wasn't. Like, he no just kind of. to it? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I got to look in. And they're gonna do like a, a movie on it. Did you watch so, yeah. the Saints of Newark? Mm-hmm. That's the Sopranos movie with right. an- the prequel. Prequel. I didn't know that. And it went back to Anthony Soprano as a as a kid. How he got in the game. Right. And I'm assuming they're fixing to come out with a new series. Interesting. You know, is there any fornication in Pinky Blinders? Yes, a lot. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yes. You'll like it. So the wire violence. The wire does too. If but you, I think it's wire, based on the Shelby Company. Uh huh. The Shelby Mustang. You notice. Uh-huh. Always working on cars. Oh, right. Yeah, he did that in season four, I think. Yeah, they're always there, right. but we never get there. So it there. might be the Shelby Mustang would yeah. be theirs. Th- um, that, that group, yeah. I started rewatching it again, and the first season was a lot better than I thought. Because like, when I was watching it, I was trying to do like Clay was doing with Outlanders. I'm trying to just burn through these Catch episodes up. and just get right. as far as I can. So the first season, to me, was a little slow. But now that I've seen it all... I like the first season. Oh, yeah. Of, the, of yeah. Peaky Blinders? Of, of Peaky Blinders. See, I watched I it, love, and I couldn't get into it. I love <laughs> history. Awesome. Alfie, Alfie Solomons is uh-huh. the best. Best character. Him and uh, the main character. Tommy Shelby? No, yeah, where, where do you get awesome. the sh- so, now, now, the Shelby guy worked for Mustang. He developed the Ford. I mean, he developed the Mustang car. The name. The Shelby they're, guy. They're working on cars in All the, the movie. All the time. Yeah. It's not in the forefront but in their saying. factories but, and stuff. But, that yeah. Sh- but Shelby, and I can't remember his first name, he invented the Mustang. Oh, I have no Jeff, idea. If it would be fictional, Jeff. Okay, yeah. well, he just yeah. said it. I'm just coming up with a deal. Um, you know, you talked about, um, I- I'll tell you another movie I watched that's got a lot of history in it, and you're going to laugh because it's a chick series, but it's really good, Downton Abbey. Absolutely loved it. Me and Michelle watched it. It's one of my favorites. Really? I really, really liked it. I watched... Uh, a series that just came out the other day, and I, it was one season long. I'm trying to think of what it was, and it, I was I watched a lot of TV lately. We got hot, like you said. <laughs> it's I'm, too hot to go outside. Oh, right. And I haven't been reading. I've been watching a lot of documentaries too. I tell you what, you would really like. You like music. I watched a I watched a documentary called The Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew. Glenn Campbell was in it. Cher wow. was part of it. It's a group of musicians. Tommy Dedeck. Tedeco. There was a group of musicians that played all the music for a lot of big time hits that you've seen. California Dreaming by the Mamas and Papas. Everything by the Beach Everything by the Beach Boys. They did all the music. They didn't do the, the bands never even played the music. The monkeys hmm. never played their music till they went on, on a concert deal. They never touched it. Really? This group of people that worked for Capitol Records and these other places had these studios and uh what's a goofy son of a bitch? Uh, Ronnie Phil Spector. 
It was his studio, too. And he had all these people work for him. And Glenn Campbell was one of them. Glenn Campbell just played a guitar in there. And he sang and got his own gig and stuff. But these guys were studio guys. And most all the big music from 65 to 75 come out of the Wrecking Crew was the name of these guys. It's a documentary. And it is a great series. Wrote the songs. The, the, the songs would have been right by... Like Brian Wilson would come in there with music like Good Vibrations. He would come in there with the music. Well, his band wasn't good enough. So he liked to go to these guys so they could right. put it in studio and do a right. track on it. To, to, And they did all the music on this shit. I didn't know that. The guy told, one of the guys played, uh, it was the, he played with, uh, like a, a flute or a recorder or whatever it was called. They did the MASH song. Tons of theme songs to these shows. This, the record really? crew did them, but these guys would write them, but they would do the music and it was, you'd listen and think, oh my God, that's a song to this or to that. You know, Gilligan's mm-hmm. Island, all kinds of shit. But, the guy said, we were Millie Vanilli before there was a Millie Vanilli. We were the ones doing the music, and then these bands would go on, like the Monkees, and go out on stage. They didn't even know how to play music. They were just some guys they pulled off the street to be the Monkees other than the guy that was a singer. That's interesting. Yeah, but it was a really cool, but it was a documentary, and, and, and I watched it the other day. And I watched another series that was really good, and I can't remember what the hell it was either. But... I hate finding a thing on Netflix or Amazon that's just one season. I do, too. Because I want five or six seasons because yep. if I like it, I want to continue to watch it. The Wire is six seasons long. I'll and watch it's it. 14 episodes per season. And I'm telling you, between now and when you start two-a-days, you will watch the whole thing. I'm sitting up. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like looking at Ollie, and I was like, shit, we got to be at the fucking lodge at 9 in the morning. It's time to go to bed. Yeah, y'all sort of like breaking bad. I was, one night I was watching, and <laughs> you were fucking coyote hunting. You, it was on a weekend. It was late <laughs> Saturday night because I hate weekends. I'm going to you right now i hate weekends Why? i love them i can't stand weekends because it's dead time to me oh. during hunting season i like weekends this time of year i it, it takes me out of my rhythm i like coming out here every day routine like, yeah it's, it's just same it, here yeah i've got i'm trying to figure out where to fucking go this weekend i need to go somewhere i need to go to nebraska Gang country in nebraska oh i can yeah. call blake poppy in just a minute he you got all kinds of nebraska right and kansas I, got, I need to that's a quick trip i can go up and kill Kill a cow in Kansas, kill a cow in... Luke Musgrove in Great Bend would love to have you up there. And Where? I promise you, in Great Bend, Kansas, right in the middle of Great it. Great Bend. Six hours away. Six hours away, north, due north of here. And then you can go from there. You could go up to see Blake and them and Grant. Is Josh no, back? I, She's still I Maryland. I like that place. I, you know, I went up there that one time, checked all their country out. It's a cool little spot. I just saw your uh, Nebraska opened up elk hunting in July. No really? shit. They're that big of a nuisance, I guess. No shit. They're just wrecking corn crops in July. Wow. Like coming up in Well, you're talking about shooting some in some fucking velvet. But, Gun, but they were saying. everything, huh? Just I, open. I, I'll look at I'll pull it up. But I bet like, they're limited in tags, though. But Blake was like, there's so much meat that's going to go bad because it's going to be 100 degrees. You're going to yeah. shoot a fucking elk. And he's like, it's going to go bad right away. He's like, there's yeah. no way you can get an elk clean fast enough. Wow. Well, most of those elk are going to be cleaned where you can pull up to a fucking truck and get in on a truck and go somewhere. They're not shooting them up where they're having to use mules and shit. I need to go up there where all them cattle died in Kansas. So I guarantee there'll be a cow. cow. Do you what, buy what's, that? A, what's the story on that, Clay? Yeah, what is it? I, I, I been around a lot of cattle. bullshit. We're well communicated. Yeah, I, I got my buddies that work up all up in that son of a bitch. Matter of fact, that one video I posted on there today, he's, he's down the road from that fucking place. He goes, he's like... 
I got 68,000 right here behind us. We we didn't lose that. Uh, what what? Why didn't ours die? Hey, has anybody right. actually seen them? Because we got guys on our private well, po- our yeah. private podcast page. Though it don't matter where something happens, people say I live three miles from there. That shit. I don't give a fuck what happens, or they say it does ha- show something happening. Mm-hmm. Ha- do, do you know anybody that can tell you that saw them animals? Legitimately, well, I never even I asked haven't, them. But, but you think that you would have but, somebody? I saw them. I haven't had one person do that. And then the train, the coal train, that derailed at Lawrence, Kansas. And they that. said it had to be man-made cause. Blah 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 blah. I don't know if that's true. I, I, it's sad. Shit happens on the fucking news. My deal is, I don't believe it half the if, time. If it happened at that figure, well, there's 18 feed yards that hold 50,000 or more cattle. All right, there's two feed yards that hold 130,000 plus, but the data that they're they're showing doesn't match up with the weather data that, of those days. Right. Uh, you know, even on on the deal, they, it was like 91 degrees that one day on I think July 12th with 35 percent humidity. Right. This week it's like 105 up there, and why ain't they dry, dying out? But if they're dying at Joe Bob's. Why but not, they d- but not right across the street. The Darryl, chickens and there. the turkeys, same deal. How'd that happen? Yeah. Someone poisoned those cattle. I, I Had mean, to and, and, You know, it, yeah, I mean, and, and that can happen. You know, you get a feed mixture, right. somebody fucked up. But but if you do that, you you don't that insurance don't cover that kind of fuck up. Right. You know, insurance cover that fucking natural uh but, we had 18 um, cattle out here get electrocuted one day. There was, an, oh, there was yeah, a pivot, yeah. and it walked up, and they fucking dead. I mean, it, yeah. and shit happens. But there's a, a everybody knows what happened. Yeah. Cattle just don't. Fuck, did you but see But we're the, talking thousands yes, of cattle. Yeah, if it really happened. Yeah. Because I heard 10,000, then I had 30,000, then I heard 3,000. I've heard 2,000. Uh, I mean, who knows what happened. What about the kid that played football for Baltimore Ravens that passed away unexpectedly today? Twenty-eight years old. Healthy people. Shot. Healthy people just dying. That don't. That yeah. was a big thing a long time That's ago. Sort of like the Clinton deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, right, no, yeah. I think this is going to be a co. I think this is going to be a vaccine. Easy, easy, easy. Okay, easy. I think this we'll has something to do with the again. injection. Hmm. Don't know what it was. I'm telling you right now. I don't know what it was, and I hate to speculate because the poor kid lost his life no matter what happened. But right. it's but happened it's all the time. These 19 year old kids play soccer. That's the best in shape some bitches in the world. Oh, yeah. You can go to Midwestern State University right now when their football team and their soccer team start two a days. That soccer team kids are in better shape than them football players are. Hey, oh, yeah. They run fucking different deal. Yeah. yeah, they run and run and run and run, and then when they get done running, they run some more. Yeah. And I agree. those kids just don't drop dead. Mm-mm. Rarely, sometimes. Yep. Heart condition, blood, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, as a as a head football coach, and you have a lot of common sense, and you're a good person. Easy now, easy. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, sure. a little bit. Have you had to go to the doctor? Had to get your dick pills ever? Never had okay, to just do that. Bring that up. Okay, here we go. Is there a question there? Because yeah, I've got the article. No, I've got a real question here for you. Or not? A, did you see? You know who Megan Rapino is the no. late the lady soccer player that lady takes out player. against speaks out. Oh yeah, she's yeah. the lesbian chick dates yeah. the basketball player. She come out yesterday and told these parents, if you're worried about your kid losing his spot playing volleyball to a transgender boy, get over it. High school sports don't matter. Yesterday, the Dallas 15 and under boys elite soccer team beat the U.S. women's team, the so- the gold winning medal team. So yeah, it so does fucking she matter. Can, she can, she can, she can be replaced idiot, yeah. by fifteen-year-old yeah, boys. That's my opinion. She is a fucking idiot. I agree. And Subway sponsors, and I won't go to Subway because of her ass. But can you imagine her making that statement? 
Get someone that would lose her job if every one of them boy. boys come out and said, you know what, I think I'm going to be a girl this week. Well, there's your new Olympic soccer team, 15-year-old boys. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure proud of that swim swim committee oh, deal yes. that they the said, other day. Where, they say he's yeah, whining about it, too. Oh, God, don't you know it. What they do? I'm, well, they they said he couldn't compete. Can't yeah, compete in the good. Olympics. He's got yeah, a dick. He, he's not a woman. He no. does He does have a disadvantage, you've though. Got to, he's dragging you've got to tra- transition before you're 12 or before right. you're 12. I mean, he went through He went through puberty. He was, I don't even. He was on the boys' swim team and couldn't make it. He still it's got his. It's biased. It, it's, yeah, right? What? 527. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he went through puberty. He got his body was, had all the natural hormones throughout his, like, his, his How fucking muscle you be mass. proud of that? I don't exactly. I want my cheerleaders to have boobs and a vagina, you know? And if you're on a woman's team, that's what I expect you to have. You know, and and it what makes does it make me a sexist? Yeah. Oh well, shoot well, me. We're made different. And, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, thank God. Period. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. Oh, and yeah. one of the which politicians come out and said that too. Which one of the basketball teams has got the new transgender cheerleader? No, it's Carolina Panthers. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh my God, and that ain't a good look either. No, <laughs> I saw. I saw. Mother. What's the show with the prison guys <laughs> playing football? The new one they remade. Uh, oh, uh, longest with, yard. The longest yeah. yard. Yeah, they yeah. had some of those yeah. <laughs> transgender cheerleaders on that thing. Um, yeah. That was like, a good show. You were talking earlier about, you know, five-year-olds taking the COVID vaccine. Well, that's the least of their worries because all they got to do is say they feel like a girl, and then they start injecting them with testosterone. Where did they Re- get replacement. it, It Re- goes back therapy. to the culture, parenting, social media, et cetera. They don't come up with that. No. No, not at but, all. I mean, somebody said, you know, think, I wanted to be a pirate when I was five years old, like, Thank yeah. God they didn't lop off my fucking leg or and put an eye patch on it. Or a dinosaur. Identifying as cats. And they're yeah. putting litter boxes yeah. in their class. Yeah, oh you see God. that? That's a real we thing. We had a guy on a podcast that deals with that. Yeah. A kid kid goes to OU. So they have furries in their class. He goes, there's lots that, of them walking yeah. around. It's crazy. Fucking shocks they, the shit out of me. They want litter boxes. They don't want to go to any bathroom. They want to they have a litter box to go to. Wow. You, you know why? Because there's not bullies like us in the world that would make fun of them like <laughs> we used to. Your dumb Can you ass imagine off the no shit? Yeah. Box, you got yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And you know what everybody else would done? We'd have laughed. Look at that ignorant son of a bitch. He'd be ashamed to do that shit. Now they get, you know, oh, don't talk that way about someone. We've gone so far anti-bullying. I think there was a place for bullying. In my, like, you know, obviously it can go too far, just like anything yeah. else. But a lot of people got whipped into shape by the guy by. The peers saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Bullying's not the end of the world. That's what helped me. I remember old Lee Roach. He made me fight old fucking hell. That somebody used to pick on me twenty four seven. He was a badass, and he he made me and old Bobby Feltman fight seven times that week. And luckily, I got good at whooping Bobby's ass. <laughs> but I thought, shit, this ain't too bad. Fuck, I can, I'm kind of a good scrapper. Being, being yeah. created a monster. There, there are times that you can go you can overboard go on bullies. Far. But sure, a lot of yeah. these people that get bullied that, that do themselves harm, or put, or they're fucking pussies, and they need to fucking just toughen up a little bit. I hate to tell you that, and if I hurt your feelings by saying that, that's honest to God truth. Well, people are too fucking sensitive these days, and they need to, to Everything's they need to toughen not up. bullying. No, no, no. no, no. You know, but shit, everybody... No classifies or yes. tries to classify that that way. Well, and it's, it's not. My Some son wants to wear a dress to school, but he keeps getting bullied. No, they're not bullying him. They're making fun of his fucking ass for being a dumbass. There's a complete different deal. Mm-hmm. And they're holding him accountable for what he's doing. They're holding yeah. him accountable for his yeah. actions. He's the one that's being a fucking True. freak. Yeah. Like, they're just, holding, they're just holding him accountable for his weird behavior. Now, a congressman come out two days ago and said... 
I quote, yes, men can have periods too. Mm. Yes. Where the <laughs> fuck do these people one. go to fucking school at to learn this shit? And she probably has an Ivy believe League. believe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe over there. He's Now, if, if a man can bleed seven days and not die, I'll give him that. But it ain't happening. You know? But you know what? I could give two shits. If, if you exactly. Wanna go, if you want to go cut your dick off, yes. go cut your dick off. That's fine. Don't try to push it on me. And that's the way it is. There you I go. got lots of trans. I, well, not lots of transgender friends, but I, I've got a couple and I've got lots of gay friends and had no problem with them, but they're not. Right. They're not trying to t- uh, tell me, hey, that I'm wrong for being heterosexual, or, or uh, you know, uh, you know. They're not trying to push their agenda on me, and I'm not trying to tell them not to be queer. Yeah. You know, it's just. But how many of them? If you're born a man, you're not a woman. Exactly. I don't give a shit what you do. Exactly. You're not a woman, and, and that's the difference between the guys back then and the guys. That, you know, they're not trying to. Hey, I'm a man. Let's go get in women's boxing. Exactly. And, uh, you know, right. they're, they're not doing that. This yeah. new age. Well, I watched a uh, TikTok video the other day. It was a lesbian. And she goes, I think we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we took this a little too far. Yeah. We got a new classification of, of crazy people. We were queer, but yeah. now they're super queers. And they, super queers. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. And she was right. I mean, it was. She was right. He said, you know, oh, she was talking about the marriage, you know, the being, uh, you know, maybe we should just let let them have that. (laughs) (laughs) He said, ever since that, we started letting a a gays marry. He said, now we've created a super queer. uh, They've let too many people in because you just look at the acronym and it it was LGBT and then they put a Q on there and and then they had to put a plus and then they had to put an I and then they had to put an A. There's no limitations to how weird people can be. And if they're just going to keep letting these people in, yeah, they're going to have to let they, every freak in. They try to push at the extreme a little bit further, a little bit further. And but there's two sexes. I don't understand how there can be 27 different fucking yeah, deals. Yeah, I, I mean, you either are gay, bisexual, well, sexual or straight. Orientation. But that's it. You're either gay, bi, or straight. That's it. And that's your but, choice. And I, that's and like, like, I don't, I don't, that's our, I don't give a I don't shit give what a you do. Fuck. Exactly. But don't don't be trying to well and don't compete with the, you know it's common sense and quit yes. coming after my kids yeah, that's the that's, big thing because yeah. now the new the new Buzz Lightyear you new get, Disney show and they've got a, a, a I guess two it's a same sex kiss I don't know if it's a guy it's lesbians. Or, yes that's yep. like I don't want to take my seven and three year olds uh-huh. to the movie and spend a hundred dollars for tickets and popcorn and soda and then see two girls kiss and now I got to explain to them exactly. what happened when we I get agree. out of the fucking theater yeah. It's just just leave the kids out of it. See, and, and that's that's Amen. where Disney's fucking up too because they're losing their ass on that movie. Actually, I listened to a pretty interesting deal today. Rupert Murdoch and the Murdoch family own Fox. They got out of the movie business, I guess, four or five years ago. Sold it for tons and tons of money. They're ahead of the curve because the movie Hollywood is dying mm-hmm. a, a quick death. Top Gun is going to gross about two billion dollars when it's done. It's probably the biggest but movie you know ever. Why? But it's Americana, and it's you know it's, why. Yeah, because that was pretty cool that he, before he would do that movie, Top Gun, he made it to where it could only go to the, uh, the theaters. Really? And oh, instead, it, of, instead streaming, of streaming it? Yeah. Right. And I, I didn't know that. To try, yeah, you know, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, but that was a, he would refuse to do it right. unless they went straight to the theater. Don't, and don't stream try it. to revive 
going to the, the movies instead well, of sitting at the house. Well, the, whatever they done yeah. is they also did a recipe of making it about America, the way you, old yeah. John Wayne movies. Movies used to be. Yeah. You'd leave there and you had some American pride. Wasn't a whole lot of cussing. I mean, wasn't no, no F-bomb. But, but that's what was the deal. Disney has went to the other side. They went so far fucking weird. Nobody wants to take their kids and be subjected to that kind of shit. Make a Home Alone movie. Yeah, I don't know I if they. It. I don't know yeah. if they cuss in Home Alone. I don't think there's any sexual stuff. They make fun of the fat brother's girlfriend. It's great. Yes. Kids can watch it. You can watch it with your grandkids and laugh. My grandkids come over. We have movie night a lot of nights. What do we watch? We watch Home Alone. We watch Sandlot. We watch Disney movies and movies that were made. Back when it was family movies and stuff. Yes. We don't watch nothing nowadays that's new. They're great movies. Yes, and they're yeah, great still. You, you can't watch The Dukes of Hazard, right. <laughs> which is the most wholesome family <laughs> deal in the world, or Bugs Bunny and, uh, you know, uh, Wiley Coyote and, and all them. Oh, hell no. God dang. Can't watch any of that. I did like Daisy Duke. I did love I still mm. love Daisy Duke, mm. but... I, I I don't know if you got a the guy. There's a guy back home, and I won't mention his name. I ought to, but, but well, hell, you've it, already it, called Shrub out. And, and, yeah, but anyway, I caught him one day. He was wearing Daisy Dukes. He's an old man in glasses, oil field guy. And some motherfuckers wearing Daisy Dukes in the Davis Supply. Hell, he's all over goddamn TikTok. Yeah, but goddamn, put up put up uh, the Gringo. Uh, Gringo Mandingo or Gringo uh, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, because this is Archer City Cat. Yeah, it's, it's Gary Joe Cutter. So it is. <laughs> Here we go. Here with his name. And, and Andrew Lindemann, uh, uh, you know, of course, they work together. He works for Lindemann's, and I mean, he gets drunk. And he, and he, as as Andrew put on there one day, he says, uh, Gary Joe's speaking in cursive today. Is that him? <laughs> yep, that's him. Yeah. Which one? So bitch right there. It's got 800,000 views. Oh, God. Hell, they've done banned. He's got 69. Oh, 69. Hell, they've done banned two of, the, uh, two of his accounts, and he's had to start over. I know that guy. Yeah. Well, hell, yeah. Everybody knows Gary Joe. But that son of a bitch was in uh, Daisy Dukes one day, and his nuts were hanging out on both <laughs> sides. Of, and, and now, every time I think it, it scarred me. He's got a video of his cats. Yeah. You got to watch it when he's speaking in cursive. And then, uh, what was the other one? Alcoholic. Did he used to hang out at Cheyenne some back in the day? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. Oh, Gary Joe, he's fucking wild, man. Yeah. The Gringo Mandingo. Yeah, the Gringo Mandingo. That's Andrew Lindemann. That's something got he's. I don't know why I didn't have any sound. But he, but he had them Daisy Dukes on. And ever since then, I used to, every time I said Daisy Dukes, I could think of fucking... Daisy Duke. Dave's Daisy. Well, now it's him. Took the other way. You know, of all the, we all grew up watching Dukes of Hazard. The three of us here yeah, before he was on deal. You, they didn't even ha it was already way off. But do you remember anything racist ever about that no. show? Did they I, even have anybody of different color on there ever? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember very many black people even being on there. Yeah. But I don't remember nothing racist about it. No, no. absolutely not. No. No. Now, did you watch Sanford and Son ever? Oh yeah. I never thought it was racist. I thought it was funny as hell. It, oh, Archie Bunker, he, he, and there's yeah. a lot of stuff on oh, fuck. pushing the limits. Jefferson's it was all in good fun. People I mean, had a sense Red of humor. Fox yes, beat up on the white people on there just as bad the as Archie time. Bunker beat up on the black <laughs> people. But back then, you could get away with it, and it, no, and nobody grabbed. And they a lot of time carried a message with it. Yes, you know. And My favorite thing on Red Fox ever. Now, I, I I've got them on DVR. I I, I love oh. those shows. He had he goes to court. 
and he tells this judge, he said, Judge, a black man can't get a fair trial in this court. He goes, look around. The judge goes, I'm black. You don't count because you're the judge. <laughs> so he tells the judge. But he goes, he goes, look at here. You got enough. And he used the N-word. Red Fox did. Yeah. In here, nothing, nothing in here to make a Tarzan movie. And that's what he says. Today, today, he used the N-word. He said there's enough people in there to make a Tarzan movie. They would have a fit over yeah, that yes, shit. Would. Nobody got mad. They laughed about this shit. It was funny. Well, and we have, where have why we gotten are we the allowing it? I don't, the that's, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah I don't understand. People need a sense of humor. I love black comedy. My God, Bernie Mac. There wasn't maybe Richard a funnier Bryan. man alive oh. than Bernie Mac was my favorite. But you watch it. They make fun of black people. They make fun of white people. I don't. I've never been offended by someone making fun of white people. Fuck, I make fun of white people. As long as it's that, halfway true, like that's. Yeah, I mean, got me you, there. Everybody's different. Every ethnic group is different. You know. Yes. You know, we don't make fun of Chinese people because we don't know enough about them. But if you're black, Mexican, or white, you're around each other in this country we live in. We're the only country in the world that's a melting pot. You know, you go to China, there's not very many white people. I don't know if they have any Mexicans there because they got a wall. You know, there's right. just not much going on there. But. Man, America is great, and we're getting rid of what made us so great was all the different people. Diversity, yeah, being able to be who them they are and what they, you know, and now free and independent thinking. Yeah, I relate more to poor black people than I do rich white people, because I was a poor white guy. You know, I've never been a rich white guy. You know, I was what more welcome in the ghetto than I ever was at Bushwood Country Club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. There was economic racism. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Look down your nose at, you know. You grew up poor in Wichita Falls, you're poor. It don't matter. They don't give a shit what color you are. Yeah. Keep him out of our side of the the town. Economic disparity, I guess you'd call it. We all didn't play for the honeybees like old Shrub did, did we? Old Shrub didn't have honeybees. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) What? Shrub now. Does he get all worked up when you you come around? Oh, hell yeah. But... (laughs) He, he, me and him are like uh, Fred and Barney. I guarantee you, me and him are just like him because he's, he's Barney, right? You you can't piss some bitch off. No. I can say he was punch drunk that one night. That's the only time I've ever seen. That's the only time I've ever heard of him being mad. Yeah, so, no. Was he, he mad at you when that day ended? Huh? Did he talked to you the good. day. Oh fuck no! We thought of hell. We still laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> that time Shrub tried to whip my ass. Yeah, they had them. <laughs> No, hell no. That's we a, got a shrub in Knox City, and that's what I'm going to start calling him next yeah, time I see him. That's a perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, the shrub, you know, the bad, bad thing about shrub, he's poor boy like the rest of us. But he's been an insurance guy, and he's working for an insurance guy out of Stephenville. But then he went and got his real estate deal, and he was kind of doing both of them out there. And I said, dude, you can not you can either be an insurance guy or you can be a real estate. You can't do one or the other. Uh, and and I, I've been telling him for the last four or five years since he got his license, Go be a real estate guy, and he has—he is the perfect real estate guy because he's—I mean, everybody yes. likes Dwayne. He's got that personality, except he's for me. Smart. <laughs> I can't stand that motherfucker. But uh, but he's got that good personality, and he knows every—he's from Stephenville. He was starting right tackle for That's the right. goddamn money bank. And, <laughs> and so I mean, so he he so so anyway, he finally done it last year. He quit him. And went out on his own. He's nervous as long-tailed cat in a room. Is he doing good? Hell, that son of a bitch got dang made. I don't know if he wants me to tell, but I don't give a fuck. We're like $350,000. What's you going to do, whip your ass? And and what was bad, he goes, man, yeah, I made it. I said, yeah, you know what's bad? 
goes, if you'd listened to me, you'd have already been a millionaire by now. And he goes, yeah, that's probably fucking true. <laughs> Three years if got you made that. But I said, see, I always listen to fucking He got him a swimming pool? Ain't oh, fuck pole. yeah. yeah. I mean, poor bastard. Yeah, that's what I said. He done got this. Yeah, like I say, he was a poor boy that finally got money. Now he's like, I'm going to this. I'm going to that. I want to be out with the Like you at the Sea Dew place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what is, uh, I was so disappointed when you told the story about going to the gay bar in Arlington. You forgot what I'm talking about already. Spirit. Oh, I don't know the Spirit name. Spirit at the Hilton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at the yeah. Hilton. They were. We stayed at the Hilton in Orange. That's where we stayed at. They yeah. don't have spirits no more. They closed yeah. their down. I don't know if it, what it was then, but well, there's probably several Hiltons in there in Arlington. <laughs> there's only one in Arlington. Really? There's, yeah. The, the Hilton that we stayed at's like right across from Wet Wild. That'd be it. That's the uh, what is um we what, didn't what, we, what night of the streak are you on? Your coyote killing one seventy three tonight. My question, 192 coyote. Well, my, my question was, though, I was so disappointed nobody knew that guy in Snyder that got thrown out that night that you said you've never seen him since. Oh, Forrest? No, I don't know. The guy's name. Oh, that no, you, that was Sean Wright. Sean yeah, Wright, yeah. He was from Waco. Waco, yeah, okay. Yeah, the guy I, from Snyder's one of the guys. The girl was going to whip your ass. Forrest, yeah. the little shrub, the other oh, shrub. Where I come from, we treat women with respect. <laughs> Motherfucker, where I come from, we beat the fuck out of some bitches grabbing their collar. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, God damn, that was funny. Have you ever me. seen Clay fight? Yes. You have? Yes, one time. One time? Yeah, Matt got in a fight, looked for the guy. Oh, they, I forgot about They that. double teamed him. So I was coaching, looked for the guy, found him, middle of Highway 79. Big guy, his friend comes out there. Clay's walking away. Matt whipped his ass. The guy knocks his hat off. And he, no. no, before that, he gonna jump in. Clay comes with the left hook. Had to break his nose. The guy I Harvey. mean, smashed it. Harvey. Yes. Yeah, because then he kicked Matt. him when he knocked his hat off. Well, I could find my hat, and everybody's going, Clay, yeah. I done beat the fuck out of him. He's, yeah, he's, and I was like, God damn, I got a brand only new hat I've ever bought in my fucking life. And I'm like, I ain't leaving this motherfucker till I find my goddamn hat. <laughs> Clay, the cops are on the way. I don't give a fuck. And then all of a sudden, and he's sitting there on his ass in the middle of the street, beat the fuck out. I see a little piece of my hat. Sticking out from underneath his ass. Oh, no. It's we, went out, we went out there to get him off, and when he's in that zone, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to jump in. It's like, I'm fixed to get killed. He is a big dude. and uh, It's coaching. It wasn't good. He's in a zone. He's in a different zone. I mean, you got to sort of be careful. Yeah. No anger. Yeah. yeah. Get in that blackout mode. Mm-hmm. Shrub didn't know what he almost got into. <laughs> That was you giggled. didn't you that didn't black out he, Shrub. Yeah, he that wasn't hurt. Shrub. If Shrub would have slapped you, what would you have done? That would have been like you know, it's fucking fighting your little brother. Yeah. What would you have done if he'd have slapped you? I'd have, I'd have well, laughed. My fucking you would have laughed. I would have laughed. It ain't funny. It ain't funny. I know exactly. He pushed him or threw a little something, and yeah. that was. That's like, you done yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> it was funny as that. And then there was a time at the coyote contest where they screwed you out of the winnings. That yeah, was that almost, one I was. That oh, one was almost. I think about, about you every time I go to Elk City. Ever been? I'm not I'm scared to get my ass whooped, but still fucking mad. <laughs> I don't know if they could have, but <laughs> you it didn't was eight thousand dollars. That's a big payday. And and they 
cheated. Yeah, that's right. They did. And well, a guy messaged, a guy messaged me and told me that. Yeah, they're supposed to pick. Yeah. He just grabbed Clay. Yeah. Yes. Clay Reed's taking this thing. And what's bad is, is it turns out, is the guys that they give it to to win it mm. turned out to be the real cheaters. Oh, really? Actual yes. cheaters. They were the ones that were they've been cheating at all these hunts. We get to pick up, and I start back in. I said, this is bullshit. And Clay come over and said, okay. I was on felony probation yeah. at the time. He, <laughs> he said, you know I'm going. You know when it starts. It's not going to be it's good. It's going to be bad. Showpony was thinking. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to jail. I said, damn, it's $8,000. <laughs> he said, I know. But I'm going to jail. And so I got to pick it. You didn't hang out with Clay and a lot of things because Kim would not have let you enjoy you much, would she have? I have a previous life I'll talk about after retirement. But I'm saying your wife would not have appreciated you going on a lot of Clay's adventures. Oh, yeah, she we're good friends. I mean, he's no, like no, no, another no, no. brother. No, 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 I'm talking about when he was being show pony a lot he of times. He was a show pony. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Like when you carried your wife when she peed her pants out of the car at that time? Yeah, he was he he was around. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was a little show pony himself yeah. at that time. Yeah. And like he said, he'll, he'll go into that Yeah, he's later. told me we got, yeah. we got some good stories. I know some old Mitch stories. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Yeah, he can put me to shame on some of them. <laughs> yeah, you got a hell of a story to tell. Yeah. You, is, how many more years are you going to coach? You want to talk about that now or not? Uh, you going to play year by get year? The pet scan Friday. That's a big deal. It, and I don't know. You've given a lot back. I mean, you coached Andy. How old are you, Andy? Thirty-four. And you coached Andy when he was from well, all through high school, and he, your Andy's eighth grade year. You put in your time. Yes, and it's time, to, time. it's time to enjoy life. Yes, but got to feed my fishing habit, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what I would do. How the hell do you lose your keys? I was working on the boat. I always put them same place. Creature habit, all that. I don't know. I went blank. I've had some same of that. Same way since you I, leave fish in the live way. Exactly. And, and, and with age... Getting worse, of course. It and does. Happen. I don't know. Did you do that? Or Jaime did that. Jaime left the fishing. Yeah. It's yeah. a bad, bad fucking. Oh. Tw- five oh. days later. Oh, yeah. It's like I, finding a dove vest with a dove in the yeah, fucking. And I don't bag. let him forget oh, no, it either. It was bad. That was it in your boat? But they were still on the stringer. That's the same. Same. And we had a couple of cool days, and then two hot days. So it it could have been worse. Is it your boat? Yes. Oof. Let me ask you something. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but would you coach again if you're 20 years old? Would you do yes. the way it is now? You would yeah. yes. <coughs> you'd get back it, into it? It's a calling. It's more than a profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love a lot about it. A lot's changed, but I love being around the kids. Uh, young men, young women, getting to share what he's done for me. Uh, my Lord and Savior, and Father God, I love that part of it. Uh, love the people in the business. Uh, yes, I would probably go back in it. Would I like to make more money? Yes, but well, uh, I just I just meant like with with the way things are like the political side of everything of being a coach and or I don't do it. Any any I don't do it. Never have. You're at a place you can you don't have to do that. Well, I have never have. No, you're not going to sell out who you are. Mm-mm. But you Big can do Springs that. Great example. But you can do that. 
Some do. In some town. No, no, I mean, you can be who you are yes. and people respect you in a small town because the politics are still played by people politics that are like-minded. Politics always catch up with you if you're a coach or a teacher or anything. 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 Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty straightforward. I mean, not mean, but at the same time, I'm not putting up. You're, you're true to your crap. own convictions. Yes. And we need more of that in the world. But you exactly. can you can you can get by with that in certain places. You can't get you're by right. you can't get by that in Dallas nowadays, hardly. You know what no. you need but more. outside of Dallas in a small town, you're gonna find people that are just like us that appreciate that. You're gonna have a few people that sure. are gonna be but the majority of people are other jobs. Majority of people want you to be who you are because yes. they respect that and appreciate that. Well, they so got you lots disagree. Of guys like that, but you know what they don't have? Is lots of guys that sit at a cafe table in the early morning with a set of nuts enough to say, call bullshit to a guy that's that fucking coach last night. Right. I can't believe that motherfucker called that goddamn play. You yeah. know, damn, he fucking should have done this. But everybody just sits there and goes, yeah, I know yeah, the right. motherfucker, you know, they... Not play. Of, he didn't. No, no I and we, we, we need that. The coach is doing his job. Yeah, There's yes. not a coach out there that wants to lose. Exactly. No. Have and you ever won better than others? Have you ever... How long have you been coaching? 30 years. At 30, Going on 31. In 30 years, have you ever walked out the store and said, boy, I hope we get our ass whooped today. I don't want to win. Nah. I'm going to try to play some plays. That, I'm going to make that 16-year-old kid that jacks off every time he's in the shower, I'm going to make him throw three interceptions tonight. Never had those thoughts. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but they think that. Yeah. Always come from hope. I've been in positions against better teams where you hope things happen, and you know it's going to be tough, but no, I've never thought that way who's the greatest athlete you've coached james washington or riley i think quentin spells is a good uh, athlete. Is him right? and jesse ramos jesse ramos was quentin up there with him no not as good as james were. he's a hell of an athlete but jesse ramos you couldn't tackle him in the phone booth it's terrible it was a freak what james about, and jesse would be what about bobby dawkins badass unlimited potential yeah Kid yeah. from Monday, Texas. Could have played. Went to the Florida State offering yeah. a full ride, and then yeah. he got in trouble. Yeah. Didn't ever get to play ball, but. Selling, yeah, he something like that. He he looked like he looks like Debo. Big, like on Debo on Friday, or the guy that's in I the green mile, the guy on the green mile, six oh, foot yeah. four, 260 yeah. pounds. Yeah. He's solid fucking rock. Running 14-something in the hurdle. I mean, I mean just a phenomenal athlete. Generational. When I was there, he was going to be a senior. Did his running, but coming told Coach Edwards, making too much money. Really? Not playing. Yeah. Full ride to Florida State. Boy, you know Bobby Bowden cried that day when he found out oh. that boy wasn't going to school. No, he that's the story didn't. I got. I don't know if it's true I think it's, I think He it's probably true didn't because he's probably got six other kids that are going to do no, the same thing. No, not like this kid, though. Oh, I mm-hmm. guarantee you. He's, no, this kid was a special type Bobby of – Bobby Bowden's hey. gone through it. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but this is the kind of kid that would be an NFL first-round linebacker probably. Yeah. I mean, I can't th- those find guys. anything on him. On who? Bobby Dawkins. Well, it was way before the internet. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Got, when was it? 1987, I went there in 90, 89, 90, 91. Yeah, somewhere in My that first time. year there was 92. Only yeah. year there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find anything on it. You were always the coach that, like, when you – you didn't say much because, you know, you, uh, Hutch or whatever. You but, didn't play defense. Huh? But when you tried to rally the troops, I, whatever you said always really hit home. More Thank so – well, because, you know, Hutch, he's just fucking – Mitch he, was he, the good cop. Not, no, 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 no,
if you got your ass chewed, it was warranted. Genuinely. And you were loved. That, yes. That's always my hope. Yeah. Yes. And that's a that's a tough, that's a razor's edge that you're on because yes. you've got to correct them, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to be harsh. But it's all coming from a good place. But you tell them that up front. This, right. It's an emotional game. That's the way I coach it, the way I played it, and it's not personal. Right. And yeah. You know, in 30 years of coaching, you they think watch about- you. They, they know. Kids know. Oh yeah, they, they their bullshit they detector yeah. is way way up there, way better yes. than what we give them credit. And for. we got a lot of some in the profession that do that. You most ninety percent are really good for the right reason. Your your coach Mac mm-hmm. to the kids that coached at Bryson when you coached mm-hmm. when still you come here contact at yeah. Knox City. You're still coach Mac to the people in town. Yes, sir. When you're at Big Spring, wherever you're at, you're still coach Mac to those kids. Yes, sir. And I don't think people realize how many people that a coach like you affects Yeah. because you still 30 years later, that kid you coached when he was 16, that's 40 years old now, you're still coach Mac to him and he looks up to you and you make a difference in their life. And there's not a lot of jobs like that out there. And that's probably when you get a little bit of feedback like that makes it all worth it. Yeah. Cause when you come to Knox city to town, you're still Coach Mack that used to be here. Yes. Those, those people that see you, hey, I saw Coach Mack in town, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And when you're yeah. in Stanford, you're still Coach Mack. Yes. And you'll be that way forever. And now you're in Haskell, which is the enemy territory of ha- of Stanford, but you're that to them people too. And that's an amazing thing. Yes, it is because they're – But he'll oh. always be the goose. <laughs> I'm the maverick. But, yeah, it's a, it's a calling, and God's blessed me greatly. Well, the, the hardest person – that I felt sorry for the most in, in, in your life would be Kim. It's the hardest. The coaches' wives. Job. To listen to this that shit that they have. wife's the hardest job. Whatever. <laughs> she, got, she got fake boobs, and he's got that medicine. They're good. Well, she, yeah, that's true. I got the Sorry, Kim. <laughs> got a pull. Got a pull. <laughs> they got a damn big dick. You're not going to knock her up again, are you now? Okay. Now, after that last, <laughs> after that that last kid, she said, Doc, I don't know what you got to do to stop it, but that motherfucker may have another kid, but it ain't going to be with me. <laughs> fix me. Have y'all thought about like a foreign exchange student or adopting? No. Okay, me neither. No. That lady calls me out here every year. Did you, Michelle, would y'all like to have a foreign exchange student? Like hell no. no Tony'd I'm, like to get a nineteen-year-old girl from Norway or something. Want, I don't even Sweet. want a dog. You know, I'm trying to kill my. I got three dogs. I'm going to get rid of them. When I I want to walk out that house, I don't want to have to worry about nothing. I don't want to have to worry about Joe Bob. I I met that been chasing kids for thirty fucking years, and that's why I was telling him. I said we've we paid our dues. True. Are you time. not coaching little league football no more? Fuck no. They, they, that, that's a big loss they, for Archer they, City then. I know it. I and I did have a good time with it, but uh, you meant a lot to a lot of kids though too. Those yes, kids still look up to you. Yeah. What's crazy now? All them kids got kids, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, I had a, I, I I loved it. It's just like you know coaching. You know that's all I ever wanted to be when I was growing up was fucking history teacher and a football coach mitch can give you a job exactly <laughs> but yeah that's what him and hutch been telling me all my life man go get your degree and i said y'all don't like me very much do you Bring, dra- drag me into y'all's fucking chaos are you gonna ever retire me yeah i'm a cowboy fan but we don't have retirement we, our, our retirement is when we can't get out it's of like bed being a hunting outfitter and you dirt pull your that face. pistol out and you put it in the engine um Coaching, I've I've 
I did Little League and uh, I did baseball and football. It's funny because you don't realize how much kids don't – and they don't get sarcasm anymore for whatever reason. Like, I'm true. sarcastic. I don't see much people. of that. That's very true. And I'm sarcastic with the kids and, like, they're like, oh, you, you want me to go do that? Everything is serious. Uh, yeah. But it's like, no, just like, just we, relax. We, we grew up like that. Being right. Smart butts. Yeah, yeah, just sarcastic. Yeah. But we didn't have thin skin. No. You good? No. A- Andy would have been a really good coach because I watched him coach a little league this year, and he's very thorough I and he really no explains stuff. And I thought you could have been a good coach. Financially, I think you made a really good choice, though. Yeah. Uh, and I've talked to my son about it. You know, you can make a lot more money a lot of ways. Find something makes you happy. That's he, what I – He is – in it. They love him I over mean, there. My grandkids. He loves it. D- Dylan's cousins. They talk Vic about it. loves him. teaching. They, they love talking about him. T-Mac, they call him, right? T-Mac. They yeah. love T-Mac because I was at baseball, and they're like, oh, there's T-Mac over there. And I'm like, who? And they said, T-Mac. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Little Macklemore. I go, Ty? Yeah, he's a baseball coach. I was like, that just cracks me up thinking about that. Now, now we got West. Yeah, yeah, and Weezer's working over there now, too. Yep. What is that like working with them? Tuesday. Huh? What is that like working with your son? It's a, it's great. It's yeah, hard, it hard on him, probably. <laughs> it is probably harder on him. Yeah. Do y'all but, uh, disagree and butt heads? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, sure. And he don't listen. That drives change, which is Hutch and I, another brother. Oh my but god! We, yeah. we didn't agree on everything. Well, you're not going but to. But it drove change, right? In a positive way, right? Because I think about it, he'd think about it come to a solution whatever worked the greatest thing i ever got to do is when y'all were playing i think you were playing at mineral wells and i got to get up in the press box up there that one time and jeremy's up there of course i got the headset on so i can hear i can hear the all the action between Jeremy and Hutch and Mitch, and it was a fucking elephant. Yeah. Motherfucker, I got that motherfucker. I was yeah. Woo, they getting it deep now. And you had swear on respect. I tell them that it's not personal. It never was with Hutch and I. Yeah. It's respect, but it's just. Scared Colin a little bit when Hutch kicked the trash can. Across the room. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah. they, it was. Colin got a whoa, whoa, <laughs> easy. This was easy. during the Saturday session. Yes. And Hutch had had enough. And oh, oh, we were going back and forth. Yeah. He, who, he, who told y'all enough? Colin Howell. <laughs> He's a big man too. Yes. <coughs> That's yes. a gentle giant right there. Yeah. He's like. Easy. Oh. I like the time Hutch had to do the same thing with me. And uh, yeah, me exactly. And we was in a varmint hut, oh. and that's when Hutch was just being around both of us together. We right. just starting out hunting. We stressed him. And I mean, you motherfucker, you swear we fix to kill each other. He said, y'all had me worried. Y'all had me real worried. Uh, um, we stressed him out to the point he quit you. hunting, basically. Is he, is, is he enjoying the retired life now? He loves it. I don't blame him. I'm te- I, I don't know how the fuck he loves it. I went to his he, house. I was telling you yesterday. Yeah. He's got two houses. That's I think he's got another Working one. his butt off. Yeah, he's got it. And I mean, he's got them all destroyed. And I was like. What's he going to uh, do when he gets done doing this remodeling? I don't know. I have the theory. What's your theory? He's going to go back to coach again? I'm not That's a say. yes. I'll tell you all afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I, I can. Um, I'll well, never, it may be several years yeah. before he gets. <laughs> yeah, the mouse is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From what I look like, I, two grenades went off of both of them. <laughs> I'm like Clay. I'll never get a retire. Ever. 
I'll be doing this until I can't do yeah, it anymore. And, but I like what I do, so I don't go to work very many days. Yeah. There's very many days that I go to work. I really like what I'm doing. But I really do relish one day that I'm going to walk in here and not have to worry about nothing, and Andy's going to be running everything, and I can – every fucking thing that everybody's ever kind of penciled to me at about, I'm going to be able to push it back on him. Everything his mom's ever told me about, because then everything that I needed to fix or do different, do this – when it's Andy's turn for me to point that out, there's going to be a reason why Andy doesn't do that, and she's going to be on his side every time. That's ugly that you would wish that upon me. Like, I what? figured you would just – I don't know why you would just wish hard times upon me. I didn't wish hard times. No. I just want all them things that oh, I've been you, told that I'm going to need to fix by your those mom. Those tests yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> Yes. They're going to be yours. It's going to be different how your mom all of a sudden is oh, on your well, side where it's on mine. stress. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have heart disease. It was stress. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine the stress of a, football, a head football coach in a Texas town. He says, it's going to kill you. Yeah. It's going to kill you. I mean, because everywhere you go, you're going to go eat dinner, the mm-hmm. store. You're seeing little Johnny's mom or dad, and either he didn't get a play enough or you didn't mm-hmm. run the right play or whatever it is, and that stress is amazing. Half of you love you and half of them yep. hate you. Yep, yep. My dad had those averages. Harder on the wives. Yep. When, yes, it is. Absolutely. It is because they, they get the feelings hurt. Yes. Because as a. Well, and they hear it more, too. They, I mean, hear, they hear it. Yes. In that, the heat of the moment. Yep. Yeah, dad, they're up there in the stands. You yeah. Know. They hear every bit of it. My dad coached Little League Baseball for six years. His last year was Tony's sixth grade year. And, uh, or coached seven because he coached T ball, too. And um lady came to him one time and she told him, she goes, uh, Mr. Stanfield, how come little Johnny doesn't get a play? And I can't remember. It was Goddamn It Scotty was his name. It was his kid's name. Dad called him, Goddamn It Scotty, throw the ball. Goddamn It Scotty, do this. <laughs> Goddamn It Scotty, quit pissing in the field, you know. And uh, she's like, well, why does Scotty not get a play, ma'am? He goes, ma'am, I go by averages. She goes, oh, you mean batting averages? He said, no. He said, I got 10 kids on the team and I got 20 parents. When Scotty plays, I have 18 pissed off parents. When Scotty doesn't play, I have two pissed off parents. So I go with them averages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget what was when I uh, – I had a kid play ball for me, and, and he was young, younger. He, you know, we had eight nine year olds, and he was eight year old. And I had a whole team full of nine year olds. Well, then I had like three fullbacks, you know. Well, uh, she chewed my ass. He goes, God dang, wait, my boy, God dang, he, the fucking fullback. And I said, Well, I got three motherfuckers that are better than him. I was not good at pulling punches. <laughs> and she goes, Well, I don't fucking think so. And I said, Well, that's why. You, I said, When you become the coach, you can get old little Johnny out there. And 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 I wouldn't want to tell her this today, but she was probably right because that boy turned out to be a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he probably should have been fullback. <laughs> But you don't know that conversation with her could have driven him to be better. Yeah, you know, could have uh, could have lit a fire. Yeah, he was a he, he was a hoodlum. We yeah. have open practice. Yeah. So, my first question: Did you come to practice? Ninety-nine mm-hmm. percent of the time, no. Well, come to practice, watch your child, who's competing with, et cetera, and so, so forth. Then you have knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then we talk. Yeah. So. Yeah, parent, you don't do yourself any good. I mean, I, it's it doesn't do you any good. See, you need one of them kids like mine, Ace, you know, iPod. You ever heard the iPod story? Mm-mm. When when Ace was, you know. You got to tell him the, one bite, one bite, daddy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Lindy. <laughs> but old Ace, you know, Ace is, 
Greatest kid ever, smart as a goddamn whip, but he is not a football player. And I knew football was not his deal. He never showed any interest in football. And I don't make my kids play anything they don't want to play. And I, I'd ask him a hundred times. I was a coach. I said, hey, you going to put nah, I don't play that football. No problem. Well, then when he was nine years old and his class, which is graduated this year, they were good. And uh, they were damn good then. We went like 13-0, and 0, whooped everybody's ass. But anyway, Ace comes to me before the season. He goes, Dad, I'm going to play football. I said, you're going to play football. He goes, yep, if you buy me an iPod. <laughs> I said, if I buy you an iPod, you're going to come out here every day in this hot Texas heat, take your hits and knocks, don't miss practice, da 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 he goes, Yes, with conditions. <laughs> so, uh, what's your conditions? He goes, I only play defense, and I never have to carry the ball because they hit you hard when you carry the ball. <laughs> said, all right. So all season long, that little bastard went to every goddamn practice, never missed a practice. And every game, we were kicking people's ass. I mean, we were beating the shit out of everybody. And old Tony Pollock was helping me coach that year, and he said, Ace, you want to go in? He'd look at it. Nah, I'm just here for the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he set it up. But one time, one time, I'm out there on the field and we was playing Seaview and kicking along at him, and I've done got all the subs in, and I look over and Oasis got his head up in there. Da, da, da. I go, all right, my boy wants to play football. Come on, son, come out here. So I put him out there and uh, at safety. So, all right, just sit right here, just kill the man with the ball, son. And shoot, about that time, this little black kid, he breaks it loose over to the right side. And Ace runs that son of a bitch down and tackles him right before he gets to the goal line. Saves the touchdown. <laughs> all the buddies are high. All right. He goes, Dad, I love this game. I said, all right, good deal, man. I'm proud for you, son. About three plays later, one of them Mexican boys, you know, that's about three yeah. three ages. They mature two, fast. Yeah, Oasis at safety, and he's look, watching the ball, and this guy <laughs> turkey that, and kicks him in the ear hole. Wham! I thought it killed a poor son of a bitch. He took that goddamn helmet off, fucking throwed it down. I am done. And I said, well, goddamn, son, a while ago you was loving it. Did you see that boy hit me? He, said, he didn't even pick his helmet up. I had to grab his helmet up. Fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm just in it for the iPod. How, uh, <clears throat> it's seven. We'll get out of here. Oh, that's all right. How early do you think is too early for kids to play contact full uh, full blown? I think junior high is about right. Seventh grade, yeah, dad. Thirteen, maybe years old? five and six, fifth and six. Fifth and sixth grade could yeah. could do it. Mm-hmm. Why fuck? We have goddamn eight nine year olds. We had more fun than. <laughs> You're saying, like, hey, we're but we're the good equipment's over so much better than when we. Grew up. We played with them yeah. damn plastic, and we still right. played tackle football without it. So. I don't know. I think there's too much of too much of a lot of things. Right. Repetitive use syndrome's the number one thing. Orthopedic. Orthopedic. Guys are seeing. Yeah, um, we were talking about that. The Tommy John surgery in high school kids is tip of the iceberg. Sixty percent. I mean, since like twenty fifteen. Yeah. I mean, and that's a major surgery. That, that's a big-time surgery. Plates. Yeah. 
Yes. But these kids, mm-hmm. especially like with travel base, they're playing baseball 10 months out of the year. Well, or, football too. Uh, you, yeah. You, yeah. You, as soon as you get out of high school, you're going to 7 on 7, strength and condition. Yep. They never get a yep. fucking break. That's what we was talking Hey, give your kid a month Less off. is more. Le- yes, exactly. And Some of these parents, too, are they just screwing their kids them. over. There are some kids out there that have zero athletic zero. genetics, and their parents make them play all the time. And their parents have got these kids that are nine and ten years old convinced, you know what, you're going to Ohio State and play football. That son of a bitch won't even be able to spell Ohio when if he gets it, out of school. If you're good enough, they'll find you. That, that, it's that's real. exactly Absolutely. right. But yeah. the thing is, if you're five foot two mm-hmm. or you're six foot nine, you have a different ability. Your chances are a little bit better. Be, be honest with your kid. Don't set your kid up for failure. Let him play and enjoy himself. Mm-hmm. But don't I keep this, this aspiration. Your kid's going to be the next Zeke Elliott. Because he's not going to be. Enjoy your yeah. junior high, high school, yes. peewee. I mean, do that. 99% of them, even in the stud athletes, by the time they get out of high school, they're done with it anyway. They yeah. don't even want to go play I, fucking. I, we yeah, got a, I mean, it takes a special kind of person to want to go through all that and then continue it when they get done. We had a client of ours that's hunted with me for years, and his son was a pretty good baseball player. He was an above-average high school baseball player. But he knew his son was going to go to UT and was going to be the next Roger Clemens. He just knew it. Knew it, knew it, knew it, and knew it. And was pissed because he didn't get a scholarship to UT. And then he was pissed because he pissed, didn't. Pissed, pissed, pissed. Pissed, I mean, mad. Just ruined his whole day. He even sent him to junior college for a year so he'd be ready to go to UT. Well, he got out of junior college, and he played at junior college some. But UT didn't some. want him. Some. That was the key, is some. <laughs> but his dad thought. Had it in his head he since he had was a bonus Reese's baby age. right there. At seven years old. Yeah. yeah. And, his kid was a good, and his kid was a good kid. He was yeah. a good athlete, but he wasn't that good athlete. You know? James Washington come from Stanford, Texas, to the NFL. Because yes. of his athletic ability. Yes. I mean, natural genetics. He works hard. He's a great – James is one of the best great kids I've ever been around in my life. man. But he genetically is gifted. Yes. There's no doubt about it. And he thinks right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's got his head on his shoulders, too. But he, but he's, he's, he's talented, athletically talented. Yes. Those people like that don't understand. You can work your ass off. There are some Ru- there are enough. some Rudys out there. Out mm, there. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. No doubt. But they make teams. Yeah. 99% of the guys in the NFL – are there because of their athletic ability. Yes. A Cooper Cup guy has got a lot of athletic ability. He's got a lot of heart, but he's got athletic ability, and they just don't get that. And they're setting their kids up by failure by making these kids think, if you don't make it to the pros, you're a loser. You need no. to go watch them in person. Pro yes. Ba- yes. Baseball, football, it's a different game. Yep. College football, D1 level, go watch them. Yep. They're big. They're fast. They're strong. They love what they do. And some, some of them, that's their ticket. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And some of them really don't love football, but that's their way out. I right. just saw a kid from the right. Colts retired. He's third year in the league, yes. played three years. He said, I'm done. I've done. got a million dollars in the bank. Yep. I can go do something else. I don't want to be injured and have CT syndrome. Ministry, but I think. Is that what he's doing? Good yeah. for him. We, uh, we went and seen Texas. and We went and watched Texas and Texas Tech play 15 years ago. And when they walked out of the tunnel to come out there, you could see the difference. If you didn't have uniforms on them, you knew the kids that were playing for UT because every one of them was six foot five or four or three, and they all had that tall, thin build, and they muscled up. And Tech's kids had some kids like that, but you could just see the difference. Now, mm-hmm. off of that team, maybe two kids from each team went to NFL. I have no idea. I can't remember. Right. But the athletic ability was completely the, the difference there between a t- Texas was a top ten team right. there. And you could see the difference. Well, these people mm-hmm. don't understand that. 
North you know? Alabama. Yes, Clemson, every kid walks through A&M, that tunnel. You know, uh, there ain't a small fucker on. A, if no. Alabama and Ohio State walk on the football field, they both look like giants. Go watch Midwestern. Yeah, yeah. They those some guys good, can play. Yeah, but, but they're just not the same right. level of that. Exactly. There's maybe one kid on that football team. JUCO's harder to play in than a four-year school because mostly grades. It's training for Division One or two. Have you watched Last Chance You ever? It's on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, a couple of times. I wouldn't really. Them coaches are assholes. Yeah. That coach that cussed at those kids and stuff, and and he's wondering why. Well, you went at junior college, but you can't. I can't get a job at Clemson. Well, you're telling your kids to suck your dick. What do you expect? Yeah. What kind of college division wants somebody? Yeah. I mean, what what do you expect? Yeah. You know? I have never had want this year. My anticipation for the new college football. I, I just can't stand it because of that new I want to see how the uh, money plays mm-hmm. out this oh, year NIL? you know like Texas uh, that NIL money and uh, they've ruined college football uh, transfer every year everybody trains schools every well, year it's been stuff. happening it's just now it's halfway legal that well yeah. that, that's yeah, true I mean, yeah. it, it, you don't have to do it behind closed door yeah I told, it, I told Andy the person I feel sorry for the most. The girl that's the big moose that plays softball for OU, the big slugger, that yeah, girl, but, uh, she, yeah. she'll never make as much money as she did this year, her senior year at OU, because girl sports is not a big thing. But yeah. she's got an NIL with, I think, three or four places. So she's probably making six figures at OU her senior year. Yeah. Pro girl softball, they're not going to pay her $100,000. Yeah. No. But, yeah. but, but you take a kid like the kid at quarterback at Texas, Quinn years, he's getting $1.6 million or something. In two years, he's made $3 million. And he hasn't taken he hasn't a, snap. a snap. I know, that's just, the chances know, of him playing crazy. the NFL are paper thin. When's the last kid from Texas playing the pros? Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy. and Vince Young. Yeah. And Colt's been a backup. But you know what? Your kid probably is going to make more money in college playing football than he ever will in the pros. There's yeah. a lot of kids going to take some pay cuts. Every kid at Alabama is getting paid big money, and some of them never make getting it. paid for. I mean, it's been happening since the beginning of time. You can shit who you want to. Yeah. Yeah, SMU no, got I, caught. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only deal was yeah. they got caught. A school like SMU is going to turn up the apple cart because one of them schools like that is going to really unload the bank and they're going to buy a bunch of players. Well, that's what and that's, Texas is doing right gonna, now. But, yeah, but it's going to be a school that's uh, one of these smaller schools yeah. that's got to be like Harvard. They've got the biggest. James Madison uh, and Deion Sanders yeah. paying yeah. a kid million dollars at Harvard has the biggest. Uh, what's it called? Where you put all that money in there? Uh, not foundation. Uh, I can't. They get trust. The, no, but it's basically the same thing. Endowment. Harvard has the largest endowment of any college in America. I believe. Can you imagine that. if Harvard wanted to get in the college football oh, business? Shit. I mean, they could buy twenty-two players. Yeah, we're gonna pay you five million dollars a piece. Yeah. Alabama gonna give you that? No. And they get twenty-two high school seniors coming there, and they pay them enough money, and. Saban's sudden, bitching about it. Saban does not like it. Well, he shouldn't because he built he built his the hard way. You think so? Well, yeah. He you built, don't think there was some shady shit going on with Saban? They People want to go there. Yeah, that's right. A five-star kid yeah. wants to go to Alabama because they go on NFL and they watch mm-hmm. NFL game and there's 10 kids from Alabama get drafted every For the year. most part. I mean, but, yeah, I'm well, sure they pulled yeah. some punches here and there, but kids want to go to Alabama. Kids want to go to Clemson. Yep. Now that kid at Alabama where he was getting 12 five-star recruits, he's getting four because that, Texas A&M paid three of them big money. So – but, yeah. but what's going to happen is eventually 
one of these Harvard schools it's is going to get into, into their deal. There's going to be an Elon Musk out there that's got ties to a college. If T Boone picks, well, that's what Texas it, has. You know, they've got a yes. bunch of them motherfuckers, and that's why they got five of the top ten linemen. That's why I want to see. But they don't have <laughs> yeah. the they don't have the money that Harvard. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine if Elon Musk was a college? Oh Lord. And uh, yeah, but T Boone Pickens in his day. Yeah. T Boone Pickens right now would have bought a football team here. He was buying them anyways. Yeah. But legally now. But if, if Elon Musk wanted to get in the football business, he could he could buy every NFL team, every major yeah. sport, couldn't he? Uh, uh, I saw that. It, yeah. It only used I up twenty five percent of his income. Uh-huh. That's amazing. So, so you make a guy like that and he says, You know what? I want the University of Texas San Antonio to be a top five college school. So we'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna pay ten million dollars to every five star recruit to come here. Boom, they're in business. Going to ruin the game. That. It's the wild, wild west. Be it interesting. Is, it is getting to that. I wonder how they needed some money though. Yeah, I, mean, I agree there, yeah. but they've got to you know, regulate it somehow. I other. agree. Yeah. I, I'm against it because I think a kid that goes to Division One school. No. We'll, ta- we'll take James Washington for example. Can't James, work though. No, I don't know, what, but the thing is, James Washington's going to get out of college, no college debt. Will be able to get a job anywhere because he played. He, he's got opens doors for him. I think they're getting compensated for what there is. I don't think so. Not at all. What do you think? Why you're is? going through the process? And if th- if you look at the amount of money that these colleges are making off of these yes. kids, yes, exactly. It's a, it's a. But are we going to drop girls' sports then? Because that's what the boys' sports is paying no, that's for. What, what I'm saying is they've got to figure out a fair way. That's like the quarterback. He's making a goddamn yeah, he's making ton a of money off he's NIL money, but his center ain't going to make a goddamn dime. True. But that center you know, kid's got, got a free chance at life that other kids don't get. Yeah. He played it's football a, at Texas. He got a, it's not a free chance. Well, he no, worked his ass, he off, worked his ass off, but he's well compensated. He graduated with no college well debt. Yeah, but if that motherfucker blows his knee out tomorrow, That's right. that You're, college educator is a freshman, uh, you think they're, they're uh, we're going to honor they, your scholarship. They, they should do that. They don't. And I don't think that, like I said, not everybody there is on a full ride. But, yeah. Most of them are on a partial but scholarship. You, you well, s- Division two, really. Is. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you say this, though. You said... You say, well, they, they all the money they're making. Well, the, we'll use UT. I think they, I they, they bring in the most money. But if it wasn't for their football program, they wouldn't have any other athletics there. I don't even know if their basketball team makes a profit. I don't either. But the girls, I promise you, the girls' sports don't. There would not be a girls' sport around if they had to use athletic money, if they didn't use the football athletic money to pay for their mother. Well, deals. it's a beast. I mean, it's that's not that's going right. away. Texas so. Tech's. Football team pays for Texas Tech girls basketball. Well, they pay for everything. People. That's right. They pay for the entire university. So you're going to make them take their money and pay the kids. What do you think is fair? A thousand a month? I don't know, Jeff. I got to. I got to put pen to paper. I mean, and then you've got Slick Willie that's playing quarterback. Well, he's fucking. You know, Patrick Mahomes when he's at Tech. You know, he's filling the seats. Well, they were filling the seats anyways. But he's the big star. But is that third string guard who works just as hard as Patrick that's Mahomes what I'm does? You know, yeah. you got to pay him exactly what you pay Patrick Mahomes if you're going to yeah, pay exactly everybody what free. I'm saying, yeah, equity. I mean, it's a screwed up, it's a screwed it's a up team deal. Sport. And it's there gotten, should be equity. It's gotten so far away from it. And the the, the old timers say, well, 1968 Tennessee Volunteers. Well, they didn't have football TV contracts back then. Exactly. And the NCAA is like the PGA is. Oh, yeah. The PGA is fine. Did you see PGA come out today and said, in 2023, we're going to start paying more money? Well, by that time, 30% of your stars are going to be over there in Saudi making that money. And yeah. I don't blame the – I do not blame the PGA the, the, or the guys that have went it's to that other league. It's their choice. That's Fuck right. Yeah. yeah. It's money. It's That's business. what happened to the PRCA, PBR, 
your your PBR guys as the guy was bringing in money to the Pro Rodeo Association. Well, then they started having them specialty bull rides where right. I can go over here and I can make seventy five thousand or I can make five thousand at a PC, yep. PRCA event. Don't take long. That's why the PRCA has went yeah. dropped out of sight. The the PGA and the NCAA both are governing bodies. They're getting a shitload of money. And yep. they basically have, I'm not going to say slave labor. It's not slave labor. Oh, but, I agree. But, but, uh, but yeah. the, the, the people that are making the money there are right. the least paid. Yeah. And so now they've the got this other group yeah. that's paying and sharing all that TV money and everything mm -hmm. to them. Well, that's where they're at. Yeah. I saw where Brooke Kopke, I guess, and one of the guys can't play in the British Open because he's going to the LIB. That's well, right. Well, it ain't going to take long, and the British Open and the Masters are going to say, whoa, 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 we don't care if you play in the PGA right. or the LIV. We want you to come play in our tournament, and we're going to pay regardless. The PGA ain't going to have no say-so mm, in that shit, uh -uh. or they're going to lose those tournaments. Well, the U.S. Open, they can't. I mean, it's an open qualifying it, tournament. And it should be. Yes. That's the way, if you want to get and the And the best, British Open yeah. is, too. A buddy of ours was uh, Greg Norman's pilot. Some. He used to fly Greg a lot. And he told me 20 years ago, he said, Greg goes over and plays overseas in Europe, and he'll go to the Middle East and play, and he'll go to the, all over the world and play because they get appearance fees. Yeah. You know, if he goes and plays in Daha, you know, Bahrain or whatever, they're going to give him a million dollars for showing up. Why would, wood, yeah. why would you not take that million dollars? Why would you go play in the Las Vegas Open and not guaranteed shit? If you win the tournament, you win $1.2 million. But if you just show up in Saudi Arabia, they're going to give you a million plus you get a purse. I'd go. Fuck yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> be easy. Down at LIV, I saw the other day, last place paid $150,000. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I mean, there's a lot. That buys a lot of burgers for a kid and trying to make it. I know nothing about that or the pay pyramid or whatever in college football. So No. But, uh, the, the LIV is just like the USFL was. Everybody hated the USFL, but a lot of players went over there because it was money and it made the NFL. Instant. Yep, and it made the NFL better. Yeah, I honestly think the new USFL is. A, I haven't watched a game, and their Super Bowls coming up in a week or two. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't even know that's. I just heard them. I heard them on Colin Coward today talking about it. it was an advertisement hmm. for it. Nobody cares. They're playing all the games in one stadium because of COVID shit. COVID's over. Fucking you can. Now where'd it go? Yeah, it disappeared. It'll come yeah. back. Oh, I we had got it. an election. I just had up. it a couple weeks ago, so I guess around we'll, November we got an election October. coming up. October, October mid October, yeah. we'll start seeing COVID. Well, I like what USFL. I've been watching it. See, you I have have, I haven't watched it, but yeah, there's some good football too, boy. I've seen those, some of the best catches really I've ever seen. Somebody yeah. that's playing right now in the USFL will be a star in the NFL next you year. Ain't there's, there's, there's there's some good couple. players. Yeah, there's it's been pretty good. You I know, watched it. Birmingham. Andy, the badasses. Andy talked. Andy talked about something earlier today. The who was it? Went. It was the congressman today with the NFL guy. Oh yeah, they they've got some special hearing going on with Roger Goodell about the Daniel Snyder, Dan Snyder, and the toxic work environment. And a guy I could probably pull it up. <clears throat> a congressman from I think Florida. He it was his turn to talk, and he said, "Chairwoman, why are we?" Why do we? Why are we? Why do we care about any of this? He said we've got a food shortage, a baby formula shortage. Yeah. Now we got a tampon shortage. Uh, meat factories are just catching on fire willy nilly. He's like, yeah. Why do we give a shit what is going on with the Washington Commanders? He said Roger Goodell. He just told us that they that they handled this internally. Why are we having a special congressional meeting That's on what's going on? Control. He's like, why do we those, care? And she's yeah. just she's banging that gavel because they think they control the world. She's That's banging that want. gavel, yep. and he said, you can bang that all you want. He said, I don't care. He said, this meeting is pointless. He said, we're wasting time. We're wasting taxpayers' dollars. Amen. He's like, just 
This is stupid. There's shit we could fix real quick. Yes. But, but we're going to worry about what the NFL's doing. Yep. And we're going to worry about what Dan, Dan Snyder I mean, may or may not have done. The bourgeoisie middle class bears the burden. Lower class bears the burden. But this guy that's middle class that might be lower class before long has had enough of their shit. Yeah. And, and that's a, the way it's going. Yep. States' rights are coming down the road a lot more. Yes. You know, and if you don't like where you're at, go to a different state. Amen. Take your liberal fucking ass and go to California. I keep reading California. We pay all the bills of the red states. I don't know who the fuck you think you're paying. I ain't got a check for California yet. Have you? They're fleeing yeah. rapidly. That's a shithole. We need term limits on everybody. That was everybody. the one thing yeah. that the, that they screwed up whenever they wrote the rules to this country is they there's no term limits for the people that probably Except need the them president. the most. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, The people that need them the most, they can just run... As many times as they want. They never thought anybody would want to leave their farm in Virginia to go to Washington, D.C. for 27 years. They thought they'll go and serve their country, do their purpose, and leave. And you probably died at 45. Now they're multi-billionaires, millionaires. Yeah. Where I screwed up was I become a small-town mayor, and I should have become a big state fucking senator or congressman or try to be because I got paid little, and after 10 years, I had enough of that shit. Uh, Yeah. You know, because when you don't get paid nothing and you don't get no kickbacks and there ain't nothing in there, you're doing what's good for the trying your best to do what's good for some to, help. to town, yeah. and that's it. And after that's in, them fuckers don't do nothing but try to help themselves. Amen. What's, that's both sides. What's, oh, yeah, both sides are guilty you, as shit. Yep. You see, and, and for Not the record, all of them, but no, the majority. Your boy is a douchebag. My boy. Dan Crenshaw. What did he do? He's a dickhead. I didn't say he was my boy. Oh, you defended him here one day. Well, Dan Crenshaw's a good guy. I, He's a no. piece of crap. What did he do? He's a piece of he shit. Got, he voted the guns. He's gotten really else. quiet. Yeah. What did he do? Well, I'm it. asking He's, you what he did. wants to keep giving money to Ukraine, for one thing. Well, that's a... That's a and then he gets that. awful defensive when someone called him a rhino the other day. He's a he's a douchebag, a tool. I hope he gets his okay. ass beat. What, he, he's what did, changed. Yeah, I'll he, say that. He's about, what did he do? He, he, the he, Ukraine? The Ukraine thing's one thing just recently. Okay. That's the latest thing. He's all he's a rhino. He's, he's getting rich, and he's using his... Place as a Republican and from Texas to act like he's somebody he's not. He voted against the 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 recent gun legislation bill. Fuck him. He wrote, I'll he vote for Clay it. Reed over Dan Crenshaw any day. I like talking about boobies better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd rather hear. Hey, our last president. You know, I got real quiet when yeah. I yeah. I was waiting for the boobie deal. Yeah. <laughs> our last president liked tits. You like tits? I'm voting for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's get yeah. off here and let's go eat. All some right, shrimp. let's go eat some lunch. It has been a pleasure talking to both of you, and I'm glad that you're you're doing well. Thank you for having me. And uh, Mitch is going to win district in football this year. Guaranteed them people in Haskell County. It's always the goal. Good, That's right. Good luck. And I'm getting a new bottle of muscle relaxers. <laughs> <laughs> and Shrub's going to whoop your ass. I'll beat you there. <laughs> and good you think luck. Shrub listens to this? He, yeah, I know he's. Probably... What? Uh, so. So if y'all need to two sell days. buying real estate, call the honeybee, Dewey, <laughs> Elston. Two days, August 1st? Yes. 7 a.m.? Uh, we'll start at 8. Start at 8? Yeah. 8 to 10, and then what? Uh, 8 to 11, but basically, with oh, a break in there. Yeah, that's, it's changed since I was in yeah, school. Yeah, we obey the rules, yeah. Because when I was, it was like, it was, we'd do 8 to 10, and then we'd, or we'd do 7 to 9, and then yeah. 10 Can't to noon. Can't do that anymore. Joe Bob Tyler was like... Six and in the morning till noon, and then from and noon. And then we would do full pads. Yeah. Four till dark. Only At least one practice. Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah Tuesdays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we still do that quite a bit. Well, during two-a-days, it's just kind of anything goes. Well, fr- Friday, first day for pads. Saturday, now, full pads. Yeah. 
They've changed that too. Beat piss out of one another. You know what, Joe Bob Tyler only practiced about three hours in the evening practice because Cow Canyon didn't have lights. There you go. There you that go. was the only reason. <laughs> oh, I've been to the three hour practices. I, I don't know if you get as much out of them when it starts dragging on Less like is that. more. Less yep. is more, baby. He's seen us practice. We practice really fast. Hey, efficient. Get, Be yeah, efficient. No efficiency. A lot of happy people in Haskell last year. Lots of people like told me. Well, it's like working with a two-year-old coat. After that first 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you're wasting your time. Wasting because junior he's, he's worried about something mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, that 30 minutes, you got his, his right. utmost. He's paying attention to that. After you get him too fatigued. He's just trying to survive. You still yeah, got to shoot your couch tonight? Kids, 50 minutes yeah. max. You got to yeah. shoot your couch tonight? Let's Fuck go get yeah. some. Let's All go right, eat. Let's go. Yeah. Let's God go. bless All y'all. Right. Have a good day. Bye. Probably make a call right here and kill one. Yeah, kill one out here, Clay. Show us how badass you are. Kill a coyote out here. <laughs> Go check out all of our sponsors. Go check out Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Pacific Calls, Gun Dog, and Gun Dog Outdoors, Shin Gear Waiters, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bang Tail Whiskey, Stanford Unfair, Dirty Duck, and Ducks Unlimited, and Double T British Kennels. <laughs>